to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. What is up, Friday Nighters? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Friday Night. If you are just joining us and you do not know where you are at, uh, for whatever reason, this weird live came up in the middle of your uh, Facebook scrolling. Uh, you are with the Just Another Friday Night podcast. Uh, this is Adam and Tim Adam. We like to call him Double A. And hey, I am what's up, guys? <laughs> and I am CM Chuck. Uh, of the Just Another Friday Night Podcast. We're your two hosts, and we do this every Friday night where we come on here, talk to you live uh, about the world of pop culture, yes. comic books, movies, yes. toys, TV. Anything we like. Anything we <laughs> like, pretty much, yeah. Sometimes it's sports. It's been sports yeah. before. Yeah. Wrestling. We're wrestling yeah. fans. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, where 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 is it at? Where are you from? Everything under uh, the sun, man. Everything, everything under, under the sun, sun, a little bit, uh, you know, kind of related to, I guess, pop culture in some yeah, way or some yeah, waveform or another yeah. uh but what are you guys doing uh tonight uh how are you doing uh double a cheers to you my friend there we go we also like to have a couple of brews on friday night guys if you didn't know and we welcome you to join the conversation with us here on just another friday night about whatever the topic is that we're talking about of the night but before we do that and let me drink because we toasted double a adrenalize me what's going on in the world of pop culture this week, um, as AA kind of gets through some news, I will go ahead and check the comments. We like to use this first 30 minutes to allow you the chance to join the conversation. Come on in, say hi, say hello. We'll read your comments and invite you in to, to chat with us and spend Friday night with us a little bit. Okay, so uh, today's Friday. So a new episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, man, the series has been great. I finally got caught up. Uh, super outstanding show. Highly recommend it. Really good story. Really good uh, character development for Sam. Uh, really, I never was really a Falcon fan, so uh, it's making me a Falcon fan. So uh, big pretty, time, pretty damn cool. Pretty big damn time. cool. Uh, if you follow uh, Dwayne Johnson, you can see that he's getting bigger and bigger uh, for his role as Black Adam. He said he's finally starting uh, first week of shooting for Black Adam. So. But that dude looks like a damn real like comic book, like the way they draw him in the comic book. No. He <laughs> uh, he's getting need, that big. He, he won't need a padded suit, uh, Mister. <laughs> no, Rock he there. won't. No, he won't. He's getting super jacked up. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you guys want to check out his show on uh, Tuesday nights, oh, yeah. Young Rock, oh, yeah. it's been really great. I'm all caught up on that. Short episodes, like a 30 minute. It is really funny, especially if you're a fan of The Rock. You'll kind of maybe uh, be familiar with some of the anecdotes. We both read his book, the uh -huh. first book he yeah, did with WWE. Right uh -huh. And uh, a lot of it I kind of remember from that. Uh -huh. But there's like, uh, you know, people like Andre the Giant come out, the Macho Man Randy Savage, not the real ones, but actors playing the characters, uh, well, playing the real people yeah. that were in his Andre, life. Andre, Sheik. Yeah, excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, the Wild Samoans, uh, mm -hmm. you know, which were like his, uh, his uncles. uncles. Those mm -hmm. were his uncles. So obviously his dad, uh, the guy that plays his dad, Rocky Johnson, does a fantastic job. And uh, it kind of takes place over his life, like over like being like a young kid, um, then to mm -hmm. being like a... Uh, a a high schooler and then even a, a collegiate at at the university of miami Ooh, the hurricanes um, 
yeah and it's been pretty cool so uh if you get a chance check it out check it out tell us what you think whatever it's pretty funny i'm really enjoying it and uh the rock himself does come out in it um speaking of the rock and speaking of news guys if you go to a place that sells the rocks tequila between may 1st and may 5th and they serve guacamole um the rock will pay for your guacamole so oh, you'll, you'll get free guac wow. on the rock uh and i believe that is what the uh the uh promotion is called wow. guac on the rock okay. from order his termana tequila i've yeah. had the blanco and the reposado i like the reposado better uh both very good very smooth if you're like a fan of tequila tequilas and, are great because they're usually always very smooth so yeah they're great for margaritas but i mean like if you're like a person that shoots tequila and you're always like oh no mm -hmm. tequila gets me everyone that i've let have it even people that don't really drink have said man this is actually really smooth and again i like the reposado better than the blanco uh so check it out termana tequila and if you go to a place again that serves it and they also happen to serve guacamole and you order guacamole between may 4th and uh, may 1st and may 5th you're gonna get guac on the rock and that's kind of cool right the rock's buying you some guacamole hmm. and are we getting any money from tomorrow or the rock no we are not but we're giving them free advertising hey so rock if you smell what we're cooking just another friday night's cooking <laughs> we'd like a little bit of that termana uh tequila money if you can <laughs> but uh let's get into some comments yeah, double yeah, a what do you think we got go some up. people steve, saying hello steve here cheers steve Cheer, cheers to you steve i always like when you uh you tell me that steve always love that oh you're gonna love the next comment from steve there. yes he's listening to the frampton comes live album that is a great fucking album Love that live album for a long time. That was the best selling live album. Making his guitar <laughs> talk. So great. I mean, it's a great night. It's a great day to be listening to that. Uh, yeah. Drinking, listening to that album. Great so. weather, kind of overcast, not too hot right now here in mm -hmm. San Antonio, Texas, mm -hmm. where we're at. Uh, Steve, I hope you're listening to us as well as to the lovely and amazing sounds of Peter Frampton. My dad's a huge fan, also. Yeah, we always talk yeah, about yeah. that album, Frampton Comes Alive. Great, yeah. great album. Uh, Probably maybe his most famous. Show you something. Yeah. yeah uh, Double A's in the graphs in the hair. I'm going to read the couple more comments. Richard says, what's up, guys? Rich, what's up, my friend? It's always good uh, when you join us. We really appreciate your, your uh, love and support, my man. Uh, Jerry Davila in the house. Jerry D. Guys, we have a very, very cool announcement regarding to, Jer uh, to Jerry and his show called Totally Rad Podcast. We were recently guests. The episode dropped yesterday. Uh, Jerry says, just popping in to say hi. It's family game night, so I can't stay, but look forward to hearing it later. Jerry, we look forward to that also. I'm wearing my Thundercats shirt because we talked all things Thundercats with Jerry D on Totally Rad Podcast. Steve, Let me throw that up. If you're still here, uh, I actually has his biography. Uh, do you feel like I do? And then you see in the back from the front thing comes alive. Oh man, very so, nice. So, yep. Dude, love that. Love that. And in regard to what we were saying right here, here's the name of the podcast, guys. Go look it up. Totally Rad Podcast. They've got a page on Facebook. They are at Rad Christmas on Twitter. And they are also on Instagram at Totally Rad Christmas. If it's about Christmas in the 80s, uh, Jerry's talking about it on his show, Jerry D. Great, great podcasting host. We really were uh, had a blast doing his show, yep. talking about the Thundercats. Uh, again, the episode dropped yesterday. And I'm only going to bring this up because it's a testament to what a uh, professional is when i started hearing it there was a little bit of audio issues it sounded like our audio and jerry's audio was off and i don't bring that up uh for a negative reason i bring it up because when i let jerry know that he he went in there and he was able to fix it and i told double a this i said when i reheard it i was like man it was perfectly in sync because prior to that it sounded like oh jerry's audio was a little bit ahead of our audio like we he was still talking and we hadn't yet answered it was kind of weird um we're no technical gurus so uh -huh. i told double a if that happened to us i would be like 
I don't know how to fix it. The whole thing is screwed. So you guys have seen us have technical issues here. We can't get out of it. But uh, Jerry, what a true master, man. He fixed it up, and he's a great host, and it sounded awesome. So go check it out. Totally Rad Christmas. We're specifically talking about the Thundercats. And if you want to know how that relates to Christmas, well, you got to hear the episode. So um, let's see what else. Uh, give me a second here to take this down and put us back up there. And we'll get back into the comments, guys, to see who's joining us. Uh, Jason. Jason's here. Oh, what up, up Jason? Jason? Hey, welcome, man. Thank you for being here, brother. We appreciate you, man. Uh, Anthony Barrera says, oh, what's going on, y'all? What's up, Anthony? How's it going, man? Glad to see you here. <laughs> uh, Rich says, uh, Black Adam. Uh, oh, shoot. So what? I'm sorry. I kind of scrolled too far, guys. Sorry. Give me a second to read the comments. Uh, Black Adam, can't wait for the movie. I can't wait either. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. So hopefully he does it right. And then Anthony says, I was watching it yesterday. Oh, The Rock Show? The Young Rock. The Young Mm -hmm. Rock. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a a great, funny show, right, man? Tell me, what are some of your favorite parts? Uh, Bill is in the house. Bill says, uh, Samoas. Samoas. Those are good Girl Scout cookies. And I've actually had a Samoa coffee. Uh, Uncle Bill, if you get a chance to go over to Tandem uh, Coffee Shop, owned by our buddies Jesse and Billy, who also own the um, El Luchador Bar. But go over there, uh, Uncle Bill, and try ask for the Samoa coffee if they still have it. Pretty damn tasty. Also, the Canela coffee, <laughs> if you guys get a chance. Our friends over at Tandem always doing fun, fun stuff. Uh, we get invited out there frequently, and and, and I, I love their coffee too. So, uh, Anthony says, Termana, that's it. That's the tequila right there. I knew I should have brought some of that here since I'm giving rock free promos here. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Double A. What do you got next? Richard says, Awesome shirts. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Richard. Thank you, man. Steve says, Yes, sir. I think he's talking about the Peter Frampton. Yes. Uh, Bill says, Thundercats. Oh, totally. And Steve says, Sweet Double A. Thank you. Anthony says, what do y'all think if The Rock did run for president? Hopefully he does not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What I think is that uh, I'll vote for him. And in the show, if you're watching it, double A, part of the beginning is the running mate. Yeah. Did you see who he got? Who is it? Ahsoka Tano herself would be his running mate. Oh, wow. uh, She's playing a a character, though, who's like a general or whatever, a female general. So it's kind of neat. Um, you know, I, I support that. I know. I mean, I, I love Rosario Dawson. He can All get right. her to run as his running mate, right. and I will vote for them. So <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Uh, Bill says uh, Christopher Walken's birthday was last month. Uh, awesome. We love Chris Walken. Huge okay. fans of him. Um, what would be a, a famous uh, best Christopher Walken movie for Dear you? Dear Hunter. Ooh, that's a good one. Dear Hunter, um, by far. I love yeah. him in Pulp Fiction, but he's also very funny in uh, – Oddly enough, Joe Dirt when he plays yeah. uh, Joe Dirt's uh, kind of like dad. Zim and Deer Hunter, man. <laughs> and, uh, and Joe Dirt is like, a, does your mother sew? <laughs> Boom, tell her to sew yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve says, Double A, uh, have you been to a Frampton concert? No, I, know you're I have not been to Peter, and I'm probably not now that he's been diagnosed. I think with uh, Parkinson's. I think really. So he's probably not going to be coming doing concerts too much anymore. So oh man, I didn't know that. Yeah, about I think him. I think it was something. He got diagnosed with something, so I can't remember what it was. But... Pretty awful. Didn't know that about Peter. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Yeah. Well, we wish him the best with health. You know, they're always doing radical things, especially with stem cells. So who knows? You know what I mean? It yeah, could be something. Yeah. Um, Aaron says, "You talking to me?" I said, "You." Talking I said, "You to talking me? to me?" We are talking to you and, and all the Friday Nighters. Aaron here at the Just Another Friday Night podcast. I think you may have read the uh, the intro ah, there. Ah, okay. <laughs> I always okay. give a lot away if you guys actually read that little paragraph ah. that I write. Um, Anthony says, "My favorite part of the, when the Rock knocked out that one kid who called wrestling fake. Damn that right. was really rad. Right. Yes, definitely. Do not call. Do not use the F word, as they say, the bad four-letter F word in wrestling." <laughs> um, 
Bill says the dogs of war. Is okay. that with Chris Walken? Okay. I haven't seen that one. I also like the prophecy a lot. Oh, I love prophecy, the, the first prophecy. prophecy. Very cool. He keeps calling humans meat sacks. Those meat, those meat bags. That's what we are. Uh, Rich says, Christopher Walken in Suicide Kings. Great movie. Love Christopher Walken in that. You know what? He's really not bad in stuff. It was like a bad Christopher Walken movie. I can't think of any. <laughs> Obviously, Pulp Fiction. I love him in that. Uh, he was good in uh, Kill the Irishman. Great in Kill the Irishman. Bill, go watch Kill the Irishman on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bill also says, Ed O'Neill uh, was in it with Tom Berenger. Okay, that's a great cast. I'll watch that. Oh, uh, the Dogs of I'll War. Bundy. Okay, Where can we stream, Bill? Do you know where? Yeah. yeah. Also good in Dutch. <laughs> now, I know your favorite Tom oh, Berenger shit. movie. was that, Double A? Uh, the Substitute. Of oh, the two, of course. Barnes? Yeah, I got to go Sergeant Barnes. Yeah, fuck Barnes, I man. probably would be a Barnes guy. Hey, Gordon he, and Elias And guy. he killed Elias. Man, hey. maybe he deserved it. Maybe he, he deserved it. You need that <laughs> shit to escape reality? I am I reality. am reality. As he's drinking whiskey, I'm like, aren't you escaping reality? That's the Jack Daniels? Same shit. It makes you who you really are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bill says Suicide Kings. Yes, good flick. Uh, prophecy, prophecy. That uh, Anthony says. I know he played the Tooth Fairy with the Rock. Whoa, oh, really? You know what? I didn't see that one of the rocks. So here we, there we go. Now you know what? he was good too in uh, Click. If you're an Adam Sandler, yes, fan, he was good in Click. Kind of like the click. sage that was in the back of He's the box. Kind of like an angel, like you know, yeah, some sort of angel. Yeah. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, I have the DVD, Bill says, and then he says, Biloxi Blues, he was funny. Biloxi Blues, that's a great movie I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, Matthew Broderick, uh, Army Flick. Bill, thank you for your service. Army guy. But, uh, the Army yeah, Flick. I said to say Deer Hunter. Him and Robert De Niro. Great. great, great. I mean, the Deer Hunter is an epic, man. It truly is. Uh, so he goes, check out that centerpiece on the wall, Action Comics. Yes, sir. That's the one right so, there. So I don't know if you remember, but uh, me and my wife, we watch Big Bang Theory a lot. Mm -hmm. And they actually have that in their kitchen that Is action that right? comics and i was like man i fucking love that you know i'm like golly i love that i love that so much and uh she surprised me and got ordered it on amazon and i told her that shit's going right in the center <laughs> and it's gonna stay there the one that started it it's all guys uh you know my number one guy uh, let's back this up a little bit because we're kind of yeah. we're rocking the uh we're rocking the camera but uh the um First appearance of Superman. This is the one we guys tell you if you ever run across this at a thrift store or something like uh, that, or in yeah. your, your granny's old, uh, you know, estate sale, uh, keep it forever and yeah. ever and ever and in the best possible condition. You can. Give us a call or a message and we'll help you out how to take care of it because yeah. uh, easily uh, over $2 million, over $3 million. 3.2. Yeah. 3.2, the last one, $3.25 million right there if you have that that comic. Yeah. Not, that's just a, a metal sign, guys. It's not the real comic <laughs> But, uh, yeah, easily. Um, so, yeah, I love that centerpiece. You know, it's funny. You mentioned having that from theirs and uh, from the Big Bang Theory um, on mm -hmm. their living room. Mm -hmm. They also in their living room have the um, – the uh john snow's sword yes uh long claw Great. or and, yeah yeah, yeah. Long claw. and in my yeah. kitchen i have that kitchen nice. dining area okay. i have long okay. claw hanging in my <laughs> so shout out to the big bang theory obviously a, a great show that kind of proved what people were kind of saying at one time would never work a show about nerds and geek culture which the whole thing is about so. yeah, but you know it was only like first two three seasons and then they got away from oh it. yeah yeah you got to get into those uh, side relationship stories right yeah. so <laughs> uh y'all should mess with nay nay there you go definitely man. how about you yeah. do your call right now yeah yeah uh 
freaking Nene. And then he does like this. I think he does. I don't know how he does. He does kind of oh, okay. like the like okay. the Pentagon. Sierra Miero. Ah, yeah, okay. man. Uh, we definitely do mess with Nene. Uh, Anthony, for sure, man. The guy's a busy, busy guy. Always doing his thing. I'm really happy to see he's working again with his old collaborators that I actually worked on a video with them years years ago. Uh, but if you ever saw the Drop That Thuntadun video, kind of directed by a guy named Jerry Hernandez, uh, which also appeared in the beginning of the video. So we're all kind of in that video. Um, but they're working together, so I think they're going to do great things. I uh, wish them all the best of luck. We're huge supporters, of course, of Nene and, and his show and uh, his TikTok and the things he does, whatever. So <laughs> uh, definitely, man, I don't know if we're on his level, Anthony, but um, we'll take some of his publicity and his uh, his fans for sure. They want to like us too. You know what I mean? We're not nearly as, as funny or comical, but uh, <laughs> we are about comics. So there's that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill says, uh, Epic is the deer hunter yep. and SNL with walking. Love that too. How about his uh, video where he's dancing on the ceiling with, yeah. uh, I forget who does that. Spike That's Jones right. directed, right. uh, right. Fat Boy Slim, I That's believe. Right. Fat Boy Slim video. Go check that. out that video, Bill, if you haven't seen that. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Steve says, Cheers to Action Comics. Cheers. Definitely cheers to that one, Steve, and cheers to you as well. See? And then uh, Anthony says, prank call Nene. Uh, man, that guy won't give me his number, man. <laughs> I got to message him on Facebook. You know? <laughs> you know, Anthony, I wouldn't even know how to prank call him. I'd probably say something like, uh, is your refrigerator running? It is. Well, you better catch it. Because <laughs> I'm a ham like that. You'd be like Pennywise. I'd be just the like Pennywise. One. The old uh, one. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he's got that noisemaker. <laughs> the 1950s. Uh, yeah, man. No, I, I definitely do get a kick out of watching on uh, I guess he videos. was calling Richie Cheesy, huh? Yeah, I guess so, right? Double <laughs> <laughs> uh, A, we got some a uh, little bit of things to show this week. Did we get through all the news? I don't think we did. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we got a couple things to show uh, this week. So this was something I saw, you know, because I always try to keep up with the comic book releases, see if there's anything really cool. Uh, I told TM I kind of gave up on a new comic, so nothing was really intriguing me uh, too much. But there's always stuff that they release, like uh, they just released the House of M. uh, I know, I need to go get that. So they released this Alex Ross Marvel Comics poster book. If you've seen me and CM throughout these months, we've been showing you like the timeless covers. Well, mm-hmm. they finally put all of them in this one big book. It's very big. You can see. Mm-hmm. I'm putting it right next to CM. Yeah, it's very sorry. big. Uh, $27. <laughs> Not bad. And you get all the timeless covers. Money well spent. That's the yeah. Black Panther, uh, She-Hulk, Namor. And guys, Rider. these look gorgeous help me pull out this poster see this right here guys look at this and apparently this is actually double a says in the offices at marvel it's look a at full that. fold out of every, all the characters he drew every his... character he drew and then they're all together and guys i mean that's just and what's cool that if, if you really don't care like too much about like uh books or anything you can actually pull these out yeah. uh and frame them up you can actually pull all of these out and then what's cool too is that it's like even a little sketch, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, an Alex Ross sketch, pretty fucking cool. Very very nice for twenty seven bucks. And Double A says on the back of each uh, picture, there's like a little write up. Yeah, he about... writes why he drew them this certain way, why the costume, why the certain you know features, why Spider Man's even looking up, you know, so all yeah. that stuff. So really cool stuff, really interesting stuff. Uh, CM is gonna jump right on this. Yeah, I already pre-ordered on Amazon, so I'm a huge fan of of Alex Ross. We know we both are guys, and what's cool is that those timeless covers we've been showing, 
uh, don't I don't like, have one right here. We, ha right we now, have some hanging right we've now. We've been but, showing, yeah. like almost like for a few months right. already. But it's just like their head. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like you're just seeing kind of their like maybe mm -hmm. like a profile yeah. shot. Like a, so, yeah. this is cool because you get to see the entire top yeah. to bottom. And man, guys, he does everything with paint, so it's yes. like real paint you're mm -hmm. seeing. It's very very awesome. Um, so go go check it out. Uh, like I said, if up. you don't care about like like the the books ruining the books or anything, uh, you can rip them right out you know, yeah and, and get them framed it look like framed maybe, up. maybe by like uh like nine by 11 or something yeah, like that yeah, so yeah. you get one of those nice frames and yeah. put them in there and uh that's just a beauty i i pre-ordered right away i i i shouldn't have used amazon i should have gone to my local comic shop but um hey. support your local comic shops but yeah. you know hey it is what it is right guys yeah. uh so let's see here uh dave lopez in the house of uh Dave, what's up, man? Where you been? We're missing you, brother. Welcome. Uh, Jason says, you think the new Mortal Kombat movie is any good? Yeah, it will be good. I think it will be good, Jason. It's not out yet, but when it comes out on HBO Max, I know that we'll both be watching it yes. probably first oh, night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No doubt. So it looks uh, The amazing. 23rd. The 23rd. Okay, 23rd. great. Yeah, Mortal Kombat, guys. Let us know what you uh, think. We'll check it out. next week. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, next yeah, week, yeah. yeah. We're already like yeah. at the what, 14th or Holy something. Holy shit. Like yeah, we're in the 16th. Yeah, today's the 16th. So it reminds me, I gotta fix the title on the episode. So put the episode number in the <laughs> in the season that we're in. So uh, uh Steve says I should buy two so I can rip one out for a fix. Uh yeah. <laughs> that might be something I would do, Steve. I probably end up buying one, another one anyway. So th uh, thank you, Steve. Great idea. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> Richard says the previews uh to it look great. I mm -hmm. think it'll be a great movie. Uh Bill says been watching uh Stargate SG1. What's your stake on SG1? Uh, I don't really know anything. I've only I only saw Stargate. Mm -hmm. I like Stargate. Mm -hmm. uh, the mythology sounds cool about yes. Uh, you know all that stuff. So yeah, um, I like that they took uh, and decided to do a show. I also haven't seen it, Bill. Uh, but I love the Stargate movie. I but think they, they said both it's different. Do. They said it's uh, it? a little different, but they kind of explain more like of a uh, raw his race. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. That they're really powerful beings. Now, is so, anybody playing like the Kurt Russell character? Or is it like an entirely uh, new? The one who man, I forget his name. The one who plays uh, MacGyver. Uh yes, I know who you're talking about. Uh, his name escapes me right now. Yeah. He's playing the Kurt Russell. Character? He plays the Kurt Russell. Okay, okay. Character. So the same characters come back, so that's kind of cool. I yeah. do like that. Um, but uh, I haven't seen the bill, but I would definitely give it a shot because we always thought that was cool. Like it felt like yeah. there was more story yeah. to be told. Yeah. And I remember that there was. I feel like there were talks there about there were talks about a sequel and why it was never made. I don't know because Stargate yeah. was a hit. Yeah, so I don't know why it never got made. And there was a video game on the Sega Genesis, so that I can date myself here. There was a video game on the Sega Genesis that I played that was a lot of fun, and you would be fighting kind of those big okay. uh, yeah, the, guys the, with the big heads, yeah. and you'd be shooting that. You had that kind of that staff that they okay. had to shoot yeah. them with. You'd get mm -hmm. different guns, and you were kind of playing as Kurt Russell. Nice. It nice. was a lot of fun. So yeah, but that's awesome that you're enjoying that. Uh, um, yeah, that's awesome. That's he said, cool. and he gave us the answer. Richard, Richard Dean Anderson, Anderson. That's his name. And he yeah. said, uh, we'd like it. So. Okay. Uh, where are you streaming it at, Bill? Let us know that. I always yeah, like no. to know the, the streamers. Uh, oh, here we go. Sorry yeah. about that. Uh, let me show you guys something I picked up here. Yeah, no, to, this is some cool shit that CM has. I ordered this, and you're like, what's that? And I was like, what's this, too, when it came? Because I was like, I don't know ordering that shit. But, um, I don't order any Fantastic Four stuff. I'm like, yeah. But then I was like, Dr. Doom, that's right up my alley. So check this out, guys. So they've been doing a bunch of old toys. Okay, they've been doing a bunch of new toys, but they're putting oh, it in the, the old, old packaging. packaging. Mm -hmm. So this is from the old Fantastic Four cartoon. I remember those. Yeah. But one of my favorite characters, Dr. Victor Von Doom. For a long time, consider Marvel's top villain for a longest time, right, Sam? Yeah, I think I'd say up till the time of Thanos, whatever. It comes with these two books. And I kept seeing people with this figure, and or I kept seeing it online. And um, he... Uh, 
he was, uh, I thought it was a statue because they show him with the alternate hands where his hands are open and he's holding the books. So it looks really cool. So if I run across another one, I'll open it because <laughs> I'll get one and open it. Because this comes on what they call like a blister card. You see how it's like, it's on this. So it's like, if I open it and I tear it open, I can't repackage it in there. So, you know, other ones come in those bigger boxes. You can put them back and figure back <laughs> in. But uh, yeah, I just thought it looked super cool. Look how he looks, right? It's like they, they they redid an old figure and they made him look way more detailed. It comes with these two books. The one has Doctor Strange's symbol on there. You can catch our ring light there. But uh, kind of neat packaging, right? You know, it's got the back. It's very cool. Yeah. I love Doctor Doom, so I'm a huge supporter of Doctor Doom. And they need they need to get him right so that, that – uh, Good luck. We can uh, enjoy him. Well, you think Feige and the guys would get it right, right? I hope so. Because, <laughs> you know, they always talk about Marvel never having that villain – he can yeah. be that villain. Yeah. So. And you don't kill him off. You keep him going. Don't you know kill him off. Like you got to you gotta have him keep going, you know? Now so this. This is something that Double A cool. showed me. I loved it. I saw where it was going to be at local comic shop. I was going to go get it. Good thing I didn't because when I first saw it online. That's crazy that you don't I, I'd already ordered it. It yeah. came in the mail. I was like, what's this big box? And I opened it and I was like, oh, wow. I ordered it directly from the distributor, which is WD. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I'm dumb. So I ordered something I didn't even know. But well, you could have had two of them and you could have opened it. I know. Well, yeah. you'll see in a minute. I'm going to open this real oh, wow. anyway. Okay. Okay. So check that out, guys. It's Superman kind of. It says ascending. Ascending. Look at that. If you can see the back. Kind of, this may be a better picture. That's a great size and, too. And because you can open this, I'll show it to you guys. So ah, I, I had okay, okay. Double A, what are we doing in comments though? Okay. Uh David says, uh, just watch some fan theory. Now, this was interesting. I was reading this while uh while you were talking. Mm -hmm. Uh Dave says, uh, some fan theory that Joker from Justice League is actually Tim Drake. CM. Oh, he goes, okay. Have you have y'all heard that theory before? I, and I no, but I like it if that's true. Uh but man, why would Batman be so negative to him, though? Right. So, so is the suit that he sees? But that, but then um, why would Batman be so negative though on him? Remember how he like they talk at the end, yeah. like he's all like, "I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna fucking right. kill you." So, right. Oh, uh, I don't know. That's a cool theory. Uh, that's a cool theory. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That definitely adds another layer to it. Kind of like if you remember, I don't know if you got to hear the last episode there, but one of the things people were talking about was that. You know, Lois is pregnant, but it's not with Clark's baby. It's with Bruce's baby that, that they conceived really while like he was theory. dead. I hate that, too. I'm like, when the – that's never Yeah, because Bruce doesn't get anyone. But it seems that. like whatever is dark, Snyder is like, I'm going right down that yeah, alley. That's one so. of them right now. So the Tim Drake thing, I mean, like, that would totally be – although, wouldn't it make more sense for him to be the Jason Todd if Joker was going to be – No, because, like I said, you see uh, Return of the Joker, the animated movie. Mm -hmm. He, he twists Tim, Tim Drake, so that would actually be pretty good. Oh, cool. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He kind of would assume. That's why I say you need to watch role. that one on HBO okay. Max. It's called Return of the Joker. He tortures Tim pretty bad. Okay. Really bad. I need to check that one out and, for sure. you know, yeah, Tim just breaks out bad. It, it's a good movie. Interesting. Interesting uh, stuff. Steve says y'all both have great collections going, guys. Thanks, Steve. Thank Appreciate you, Steve. it. Thank you, Steve. Uh, who has the most pieces between y'all? I don't know. That's a good question. I would question. think that this guy me? does for sure. Yeah. Let me show you guys. Really cool pieces. Soup right here. Like that's out of the fucking package. outstanding. And guys, you know, me and Double A were talking about why. Are, look why are, how big this one is. Yeah. Why are some of these becoming more affordable? And it's uh, yeah, because 
if you hold it, it's made out of like it's not it's not glass, guys. It's made out of like a PVC, like a like a, some type of a hard plastic. Man, and you showed your Serpentor last week, and it's yes, kind of made out of the same thing, like a really a really hard plastic. If this fell, guys, it's yeah, not going to yeah. shatter. This so that's kind of good. But you this know? cape looks great, uh, and the, man, the the definition on him is fucking outstanding. That face is great. Yeah. Man, oh man. Well, one of the things for me, guys, yeah, when it comes I might to have to get this. Yeah, there you go. I like Golly. that answer. When I well, a Ooh. Superman that I love has the yellow S on the Ooh, back of the cape. Nice. So let me just show you all real quick. So for nice. me, my Superman always has the yellow S <laughs> on the back of the cape, just like Christopher Reeve did. I'll give you all a closer look shot here. That, that's yeah, great. It's like a hard, God, like a hard man. plastic. Um and again, if this tips over, it's not going to break. I mean, like, that's what's kind of makes me feel like more safe about it, you know, but I'll probably put it back in the box for it. Well, you know, I might put this on the shelf. Yeah. I think I'll put it on the shelf. That's awesome. But uh, <laughs> love Superman. And you know, another thing, right? I love this I one. Just, man, what a great pose. That's it. That's one of the main things is that my dad had bought my, uh, my nephew, um, who has a very famous name. <laughs> yeah, I won't say oh, it here, but, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, my dad bought for my nephew, uh, a Superman, um, a poster and it's like on canvas, right? They're like, it's, it's like kind of like already mm -hmm. stable down, but it's just a printed picture, but it's like a canvas okay. poster. So you can hang it up with like a nail on two nails. Nice. And hang up. But in that one, it's pretty much a uh, soup from like the waist up and he's in that pose like this. So you can't even really kind of nice. just see, but the top of the S, nice. but that's what really made me want to buy this one is that I was getting to see and, the top that of, looks the, great. of the S that looks super fucking sweet. Uh, guys, we're getting right up uh, to that first 30 minute mark. Let's read through a few okay. more of these uh, comments. Richard likes the Superman. He says it looks Thank badass. Thank you very much. He says, great buy. And Steve says, do they make them out of glass? This is not glass. Uh, so but he says, get... do they make them out of glass? Oh, yes. They do have many that are made out of glass. You'll know because this was about 50 bucks. When it's Better. pretty much over that, then it's, you're yeah. probably getting into like a glass piece. Yeah. Um, which, you know, a lot of little things can break and stuff like that on those, yeah, Steve. So yeah. that's my, will be my heartbreak if I got something that like that be, and it, it would be. the shelf yeah. dropped or whatever, it would be like, that's why I was so afraid to put up the red Sony and, and you told me that they had some pretty uh, delicate, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. but they make them out of a lot of different stuff now, Steve, like pewter and like, um, just a, a different material. Like I said, this one's like a really hard plastic, but it looks like a freaking statue. So, uh, wow, what else no, we got? Beautiful, now? beautiful. Oh, is that good? Yeah, yeah that's it. it. That's okay, it. cool. So we got, uh, yeah. So, okay, awesome. Awesome. Uh, Steve says it's worth it. Thank, uh, I would yeah, say so. I think so, I Steve. Yeah. So. I mean, if you just want something cool to look at, conversation piece in your house or on now, your coffee table. This is an table, expensive hobby, though. So, <laughs> yeah. If you're going to go down that road, yeah. I would say get yourself a couple of pieces that you really enjoy yeah. and then, uh, yeah. you know, go from there. Guys, we're caught up on yep. comments. We're right up at the first uh, 30 minute break. You know, every 30 minutes, we take a quick break so that we can read through your comments. But after this first break, since we've been reading your comments, we're going to take a Quick, short second, and then we'll be right back uh, for everyone here listening on the audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guys, if you are joining us on the audio version of the show only, uh, and again, remember that, go to YouTube.com and search Just Another Friday Night. Uh, right now, we've got to search us. Uh, when you see our little logo, uh, hit that there. Subscribe to us. 
Uh, we're trying to get up to 100 subscribers. We're stuck right at around 40. Let's so just type it in because apparently it's not too hard because we yeah. have about 570 views on our Justice League episode on YouTube. So yeah. people are finding us. By and far, our most our most impressive uh, episode, our Justice League Snyder Cut episode. But yeah, there's two videos that pop up. One is like a song called Justin the Friday Night, and the other thing is like a oh, band. Yeah, that's right. But number that's three right. is our little white logo <laughs> with our mic on there. Click on that, hit subscribe, mark the little bell. We only do one video a week right now as it's our episode that yeah, comes out. Yeah. Um, and when you see that, then uh, you'll be subscribed to our YouTube channel and every Friday you'll get a ding and that'll be our full episode, including comments and everything. It comes out. Uh, I and do just it like I tonight. said, just subscribe. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to see our shit. Yeah, all I, all I do is that. You, all I ask is that you watch thirty seconds of it. If you watch yeah, thirty seconds it. of it, I'm you happy. Know, give us a view, and that's it. You get to see our old episode yeah. with Mario Delgado here. Our our deep dive on the who's the best and the who's the greatest of all time in the NBA. Mm -hmm. uh, that was fun. You want to know yeah. more about our favorite comics? We do a whole episode. I think it might not be on there. It might be just uh, audio. Probably not, probably. It might be a little too far probably. back. But either way, there's a bunch of great stuff on there. We've got other guests uh, that we've had on there, uh, friends of ours, friends of the show that have been on there. And uh, don't forget, guys, like I said, too, we were recently on another podcast called Totally Rad Christmas. Uh, go check it out. Go look them up on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter at Rad Christmas. And on through any of those, you can find the link to the show. I reposted it in our Facebook group, The Friday Night Faithful, and I reposted it um, on our Facebook page, Just Another Friday Night. And we talk all things Thundercats. That's why I'm rocking my Thundercats shirt tonight in honor of the show Totally Rad Christmas that we were on yesterday. Yeah, uh, he, he did it real early. Uh, so that was really cool for us to uh, kind of be early. Yeah. He told us he wasn't going to release it for like a few weeks. And then he was like, you know what? For the one year, his one year, I'm going to uh, release this one as a special. So Jerry special talks about you. all things 80s uh, around Christmas time. So yeah, he did a, I mean, a Lethal Weapon episode yeah, with the other one. Like Lethal Weapon. Anything a little Christmas in the 80s. Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, Who's yeah. the Boss. Anything, any little thing that's connected to Christmas, uh, he will do. If like one of your favorite episodes was like the Christmas episode of like, you know, like we said, who's the boss? Yeah. He talks about that. He talked about his a Gremlins episode was great. There was even a, a, an issue of X-Men that was Christmas. I wish you 143 after the Days of Future Past mm -hmm. uh, two issues. So that's pretty damn cool. And I, they covered he covered that uh, issue. So very cool. This hey. is it at the bottom here. Totally rad Christmas. Go check him out. Jerry D's a great Jerry, host. Uh, I know you say you're going to be listening, but man, if you get a chance, do a match one. Ooh. uh mash had a christmas episode in the 80s oh that's... Uh, so that'd be funny that'd be cool so Re request right there yeah and jerry's got some really funny really great segments uh in fact you get to hear us both do an impersonation if you want to go check it out <laughs> yeah. so if you want to hear us yeah. do impersonations go check out well, totally I mean, just vote for either one of us so we can get a sticker yeah yeah please vote for one of us vote for cm or for me don't yeah. vote for jerry yeah Sorry, I, jerry. I i uh, <laughs> i i accidentally voted for myself earlier but then i voted for jerry on my personal because i felt bad. Oh, damn it <laughs> We want that sticker so we can put it on our fridge. I know. And guys, if you want to know where we are on Twitter or uh, Instagram, if you don't know yet, we are at JAFN Podcast. And guys, I do want to remind everyone that right now I got shirts uh, for the Friday night, just another Friday night podcast for the Friday night faithful. All you Friday nighters out there, $20 a t shirt. Yeah, guys, just uh, send them. Send us money. We'll, we'll either we can meet up with you or we can ship it out to you. So it's yeah, it's not a big deal. I, I've been trying to get out a little bit more. At least like to go to Tandem and drink coffee, mm -hmm. or sometimes I'll go to El Luchador, maybe have a beer. And if yeah. I'm there, I'll bring the merch and I can meet you there and get you the merch there. Uh, one of those uh, spots. Uh, if not, then like uh, I said, we can just ship it out to you. Yeah, if, if that's easier for you, to, that's easier for us. We can go to the post office. We can uh mail it out to you so totally. it's not a big deal totally yeah let Whatever us know way you want. Yeah. We, we want to get 
We want to sell through those shirts so that we can get into the next round of things we want to buy again. Like yeah. I said, webcam. Like I said, we're trying to that. just to make the show better. So uh, totally, that's totally, our, that's our plan, our goal. So. Uh, and, thank, and thank you all for uh, buying a shirt. Yeah, the people thank that you. have already purchased, we yeah, appreciate that. Uh, Friday Nighter Joe already purchased one. He yeah, hasn't even so got the shirt you. yet, so thank I'm you. sitting on his shirt. Sorry, Joe. And good luck to uh, your kiddo tonight at the at the game. Uh, go Hornets. Um, all right, without further ado, guys, Let's don't forget, every 30 minutes we take a break, so we'll read through your comments, and we want you to join the conversation. Tell us what you're talking about See, tonight. I've had a very shitty week. And so when we talked about this, I was really excited because this is one of my favorite filmmakers. Uh, he's also one of my favorite filmmakers, despite some controversial comments recently yeah. in recent years yeah. about something that I love also. Who which, doesn't make controversial comments? I know. Honestly. Everybody. I know, right? And, and ourselves included, maybe? I yeah. don't know. Um, yeah. Not on Jerry's podcast. We were very nice on there on the Toby yeah. Red Christmas. Yeah. So go check it out. It's a very, I feel like a very wholesome show. Yeah, I really, I really that's great. It. That's great. But tonight is not going to be so wholesome. Tonight, and this guy is not wholesome when it comes to his language. No, he's not. <laughs> and in fact, if you read through the the intro that I do here that comes out, uh, we asked if you're talking to us. Are you talking to us? Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody else around. You must else. be talking to us. And if you don't find that funny, you think we're like a, maybe you should. You we're like I'm a couple clown? of clowns. You think I'm a comedian? You think we're here to amuse you. Well, no, you're wrong again. We we're talking about the man himself. The reason why I have my glasses on tonight, catching all this shitty glare, uh, <laughs> is because the man wears them only thicker frames, and he's got eyebrows like two caterpillars. I should have had my, my my lady do two caterpillar eyebrows on me. But if you know who we're talking about yet, he was the voice of the other uh, fish on Shark Tale. Oh man, I was wondering <laughs> if you were going to bring that up. All right, uh, but we're not talking about his acting. We're talking about the man's directing. If you talk about the greatest directors of all time, his name will definitely come up. Yes. His Oscar came way later than it should have. Way later. Because the man is an icon. He's admired by your favorites and our favorites, my favorite directors, yeah. Quentin Tarantino. He was part of that whole great 70s group that came out and just revolutionized. Uh, UCLA? Uh, uh, USC. Well, just that group that came yeah. out in the 70s yeah. and just tore up the, the fucking box office from Steven Spielberg. That George Lucas, the Brian, the I believe they did go to one college, yes. double okay. and, and, and I you think know. it was USC uh, in Southern California. So, man, that whole great group and Martin mm-hmm. Scorsese. We call him the good fella of cinema yeah. because he really is a good fella, uh, from what we've seen and heard, except for the whole comic book movie thing. But, um, I mean, man, double A, where do you uh, so? Fifty-year career, yeah. Fifty-year career, about twenty-five movies he's directed. Mm-hmm. Most of them like very epic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw, I've seen about fifteen of those twenty-five movies, which I was kind of surprised. And I was really surprised too when I looked over. He has like a really great, varied, uh, uh, re- uh resume. Yeah. Uh, when you really look at, it, you kind of when you hear Martin Scorsese, you kind of think gangs, right? Just mobster movies, gangs. Yes, right. Mafia he's movies, done, gang movies. He's yeah. done black comedies. He's done psychological thrillers. Mm-hmm. He's done sports movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done autobiography movies. You know, he's done old time Hollywood, like a tribute to old time Hollywood movies. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, direct. Um, I'm sorry, uh, music, music videos, music stuff. videos. He uh, very he's, uh, documentary style. If you guys like the band, The Last Waltz is always considered to be the greatest filmed concert ever. And when you see The Last Waltz, it actually is great looking. It's beautiful looking. It's the band. I love the band. I'm a big fan of the band. I actually have that vinyl over there. 
the 40th anniversary. It's beautifully shot. Very beautiful. And you've seen shot. it the last one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Over and, and over. That's your favorite song is from the band. Yes, right? The Weight. The Weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've not seen that. I would love it's to great. watch it. it. If, if, okay. If you don't even like the music of the band, just look how it's filmed mm-hmm. and you will see why it's always called the like the greatest filmed concert ever. Yeah. The Rolling Stones even got him to direct uh, one of their latest concerts. When I looked at his credits on IMDb, I saw a lot of Michael Jackson things came out on there. If you want to talk about the stuff that we actually own, one of the things I own is a, it's a DVD. It's called Michael Jackson Number Ones. That's directed by Martin Scorsese. I thought it was just a collection of music videos. Didn't think it required a director, but you know, you'd be surprised, guys. One of my favorite uh, stand-up comedy specials is uh, The Kings of Comedy with uh, the late, ah, great Bernie what Mac. What a great, great title. Don't tell me he did that yeah. one. No, no, no. But okay. in relation, no. But uh, Spike Lee actually did it. And you're like, well, what do you need a director for for stand-up comedy? You're standing there. No, Spike Lee does it so dynamically that you can see that there's direction involved and there's directing involved in yes, the is. Kings of Comedy yes, stand-up. So to, to know that Martin Scorsese did something like that. And uh, like I said, if you look at The Last Waltz, uh, yeah beautiful 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 and his producing credits go on and on and on, yeah, and on. Yeah. i'm watching right now my way through boardwalk empire my first watch through yes, he directed yeah. the very first episode Ooh, uh nice. but the whole thing is really excellent i think his hands were all over it in some form or another and i mean you know it's it's uh also 1920s you know prohibition era you know gangsters and stuff like that so anything that he touches that's dealing with that is going to be great those are obviously the new york stuff uh, we know he's a New Yorker, very famous New Yorker. So uh, the man's resume pretty much speaks for itself. Yeah, you know I mean? mean, just revolutionary in the crime film uh, drama. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Francis Ford Coppola with the Godfather movie is great, but then it seems like Martin Scorsese kind of turned it up even more yeah. with with just everything, the more violence, the language, mm-hmm. uh, the you know, the, the film. It looks very real. Like yeah. when you see uh, – you know, like a casino, Goodfellas, mm. you know, Taxi Driver. Those yeah. movies oh, are gosh. just, right? they just feel gritty. They feel real, you know, more so than any other crime movie that you've seen. Yeah, you know, if you if you go back to our episode uh, where we talk about, uh, it's called Gangs of Friday Night that we did. We talk about our favorite, you know, mob movies mm-hmm. and mafia movies. Obviously, we mentioned Goodfellas and Casino. Um you know, um, and we talk about The Godfather as well, but uh, there's some beats within uh, Marty's stuff where it's like it kind of peels back a little bit of kind of like the, uh, the, the almost the elegance of like The Godfather, you know, yeah, where the mob was really supposed does. to be some type yeah. of like, you know, this really pristine thing. And Marty's movies are definitely more gritty where it peels yes. it back and it's like, you know what, this is, you know, even in Goodfellas, there's the famous line. She's like, I thought this was like the Cosa Nostra, but it's like they got bad hair. They look bad. They look aged. <laughs> And yeah. you're like shit. That's really how it how it probably was because obviously he worked with Nicholas P- Pileggi, mm-hmm. uh, yes. off of two the of his writer novels. of Casino, the writer of Goodfellas. Yes. Right. So yes. this is a guy that was you know interviewing and and getting in with the guys that were doing the real things. You know what I mean? So when he wrote those books, and then Marty is going to base his movies off those books. You know, you're getting pretty much like a first hand account. You know, uh, Pileggi interviewed was, the real Henry Hill. Yes, he did. Uh, the real. Um, it's. What Sam Rothstein, Rothstein but yeah. it's like Frank Rosenthal, Rosenthal, the right, real yeah. one, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, a lot of true stuff from a lot of these real life mobsters, real life situations, you know. Yeah. Uh, the other thing too that's always like a hallmark of the Scorsese movies is soundtracks. Oh, I know. His soundtracks are always great, and you can usually always hear a Rolling mm. Stone <laughs> uh, yep. song or two Huge in Stone most of his fan. movies. Yeah. So especially "Give Me Shelter," yeah. he loves "Give Me yes. Shelter," right? Yeah. Because of that song yeah. quite a bit. So, uh, 
you know, like I said, Hallmarks, the the pause, you know, where they freeze mm-hmm. all of a sudden, and then mm-hmm. you hear the narration. That's like another thing too, yes. the narration of his movies by the characters, you know. So I mean, there's just so many Hallmarks that a lot of people get from Martin Scorsese that if you look at some of the crime movies, yeah. like Kill the Irishman has a lot of Martin Scorsese. Oh stuff yeah. I mean, people have often called Tarantino, who my favorite director, they've called him a, a pretty much a copy. They're like, they say it's almost obvious uh, the <laughs> things that he pulls away from well, Scorsese. I mean, like the language, right? Well, I mean, there's that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, kind of like the, sometimes the feel of the violence in the earlier yeah. ones, like in Reservoir the, Dogs. Yeah. Or Big time Reservoir. The, the, uh, yes. the, the you might not be you might not be doing what Marty does as a hallmark as a director, but you're creating a hallmark, which is a hallmark of you know like yeah. oh he always does this. Well, I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to do this. So like Tarantino has like the trunk scene where it's that camera angle. Yes, up. yes. Or he includes the woman's feet. He always includes the feet in a shot. Those have become Tarantino hallmarks, hallmarks. you know. But but Marty had his own hallmarks, yeah. and so did Hitchcock. You know, before that, Hitchcock would yeah. put himself yeah. in all of his yeah. flicks and all that. But you know, th- that's kind of neat, though. You know what I mean? You can definitely see where he's influenced by him. Um, and uh, I mean, man, he just does uh, great work. I mean, you know, he really does. And like I said, it's a very, it's a varied body of work. Um, and a lot of those movies are ones I really enjoy uh, mm-hmm. away from the gangster movies. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of my favorites is, uh, and I barely saw it like this year was the last temptation of Christ. Mm-hmm. It's a long movie, that. but mm-hmm. it's really interesting because he doesn't focus like on the Bible. Mm-hmm. He's actually focusing this one. It, it is what Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Great That's job. Jesus, right? And Harvey Keitel is Judas. One of oh, Marty's guys, one of yeah. Marty's guys, Harvey Keitel, uh, it's looking at it differently. It's kind of looking at it as if, yes, Jesus is a man. He knows what's going to happen and he's scared to death about it. Yeah. He's scared to know that he's going to be tortured. He's scared to know that he's going to die. And it's a very interesting, and it kind of makes me even feel more sympathy for Jesus like that, actually, than him, you know, just being like, you know, okay, I got to die. I got to yeah. die for humanity. Here right. we go. You know, yeah. when you know you're actually going to die, when you know you're actually going to get tortured, any yeah. man is going to be scared. You'd be afraid. You'd be afraid. You'd yeah. be scared because the, the brutality is coming. Sure. Your death is coming. Sure. You know it. And sure. Imagine someone telling you that tomorrow. Hey, exactly. this is what we're going to do to you. These specific things. We're you gonna would... you. We're going to shred your flesh yeah, off. You would, your... you would wither. I would wither. I would be like, I, not not like that. I don't want it like that. Great. It's a long movie. It's almost like about three and a half hours or three, three, mm-hmm. three and a half hours. But it's great. It's a great film. And How's the pacing? Is it feel it, like it's... it? No, it feels great. Okay. Like for me, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Like I said, because you're, it gives you situations that you just don't see. Right. And you're just like, right. wow, I can identify with that. Yeah. And <laughs> you it, know? Con- it was controversial. At it's, time, it, right? Of course it is. Yeah. And, and, and any movie, anytime you touch on religion, Passion of the Christ was very controversial when it came yeah. out. Now all the churches always say, you know, watch Passion of the Christ. Uh, but it, it made me feel good to know that, yes, even Jesus was scared. Right, you know, now, I don't know if that's really true. I don't, I don't sure. know, but sure. you know, for but for a different me to perspective, see that perspective of it, yeah. it's kind of like, damn, you know, interesting. Like, yeah, I would yeah. be scared. I am oh, a man. Yeah, totally. You know, um, and 
it's great. There's not really a lot of bad language. Yeah. Uh, there's not really a lot of violence. Yeah. You know, it's it's a different kind of Scorsese movie than what you're used to. Interesting. And, and he, I really enjoyed it. And it's great to see this kind of other side of Martin Scorsese that, yeah. you know, he's not just this one dimensional director. He can go out and do something like this. Sure. You know, no, and it was totally. just it was a beautiful movie, beautiful casting. Uh, and I feel like I identified more with the Jesus yeah, um, character. That's one of know? his that I have not seen. We've talked about it yeah. off air before. Uh, I would love to watch it. It's on it. Amazon Prime. I okay. think you can see it. Okay. Uh, but it's a long movie, so if if you do want to check it out, if you do want to see why it's controversial, um, I would tell you, look at Amazon and give yourself some time. Uh, and oh, see it with an open mind, okay? I mean, don't don't be like, well, Jesus didn't do You know, Jesus wouldn't be scared, blah, blah, blah. Right. Hey, if you're a man and you know you're going to die and you know you're going to get tortured, that's pretty fucking scary. And and no one can say because no one was there. But this is this is the point of it is that it's an alternate perspective. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that it wasn't extremely violent. You know, whereas Passion of the Christ, Passion of Christ, it kind of shows it, it, you it, the violence is almost it makes you it can kind of turn your stomach. Like it's 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 really intense. And that's kind of what the main thing that was coming out about that movie. I saw it in theaters, and I was just like, I could have just watched it at home. And I was like, it was almost like the the violence was a little bit glorified. And I'm never one to say that. Cause, but it makes you, know. you realize that when you see Passion of Christ and then once you kind of get into like the default character of how he's doing, that you can identify more with Jesus like, fuck. Yeah. You know, like this is really going to happen. And do I really want to play? Do I want to be in this role? Yeah. You know. So, how are those performances? By I Kytel? like them. Kaito yeah. was great. Uh, Defoe was really good. Yeah. I really like So here's one of the things I say about a great director, and this definitely is Marty in spades because he uses a lot of the same guys. I call him Marty like I know him, right? (laughs) But Martin (laughs) Scorsese uh, is that uh, he uses a lot of the same guys, and I think he does that because he develops his relationship with them. And it's another kind of thing Tarantino kind of does. We talked about Kaitel. Kaitel. Kaitel is another guy that kind of became a And what's funny, too, is that like when Scorsese was just starting off, Kaitel helped him. So he – like Kaitel likes helping these – Young directors, right. right? Until they become, and that's when he helped him in uh, uh Mean Streets, Mean Streets for yes. for, for Scorsese. Yes. And here's the thing, guys, is that if you're a good director, I can tell Double A, uh, hey, you're sad. What you know that, and he's gonna be like, okay, like, I'll try <laughs> to act sad, like mm, sad face. No, okay, you're, a good director is gonna tell you, you know what? Try to think about if you had a dog that you loved and it got ran over mm-hmm. and it was everything to you. And then, and then it's like, well, you're like, holy shit. Now I feel a whole different way. This is a, what, in my opinion, this is my, what a good director does is they put you in the mindset that you need to be in to be and this if you character. Ever seen like footage of Martin Scorsese behind the scenes, you know, he's one of those directors that really gets into it, mm-hmm. really wants you to feel these characters really, really does. You know? Yeah. So yeah, that's what I love about him. Love yeah. it, man. Let, let's stick with the trend, double uh, A of, okay. of kind of things that uh, or, or outside of his mobster movies. Uh, yeah, we will get to those obviously. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. those are some of those his are, epics, yeah. but um, would you say, what would be another one that you would say falls into that kind of How about not- the aviator? You know what? I want to I want to talk about this one a little bit because what I'll say about it is is that when this movie first came out and I saw it, I liked it but I didn't love it. Okay. It took for me to like you and your brothers to kind of keep talking about <laughs> it more, and it was like I got into repeat viewings with you guys. Okay. Okay. Your brother doing a lot of the quotes. Your uh, Friday Night yeah. uh, Will, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was like, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he'd be like, this from the Aviator. You don't remember? And I'd be like, let me look at it again. So then as I started to watch it more, I really started to appreciate it a lot more. Uh, Kate Blanchett, right? Kate Blanchett plays fantastic. Uh, yeah, uh, she's uh, Audrey Hepburn. 
no, she's no, not. no, um, no. She's Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn. Spencer I'm, Tracy's longtime love. Right, right. Kate Beckinsale looks great yeah. as uh, man. I forgot Frank Sinatra's wife. Um, she's a big starlet too. Forgetting too. Yeah. Uh, um, now is this Leo and Marty's first? No, no, no. Uh, Gangs of New York. Oh, that's Leo right. Gangs. First. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But you know, he's becoming a, a Marty guy, and he is a Marty guy now, oh, Leo. And again, he's when Leo when when Marty's working with Leo. You're getting again. These are my friends, right, Leonardo DiCaprio. But but when they're working together, guess who's going to be nominated for awards? Probably both of them yeah, because he's yeah. getting that performance out of yeah. him, and he's great. Leonardo DiCaprio is great. But in I want to say too, movies. like Alec Baldwin does a great job. Oh. Uh, Alan Alda, yeah, oh does man, a great he's the job. fucking worst in that movie. Yeah, the I, fucking I, senator. I hate him. The yeah. scumbag senator, the senator yeah. that's being bought by. One trip, the Alec Baldwin character, mm -hmm. and you know? and obviously Leonardo DiCaprio is playing uh, Howard uh, Hughes. Howard Hughes who uh, was the, the what you know Stanley based Tony Stark off of Howard Hughes. I don't know if you know that or not, but he I did know that mm -hmm. you know famous billionaire, reclusive billionaire, uh, tried his hand at movie making himself. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and then he has what the OCD. That's thing? right. Yeah, right, he's uh, like he's a germaphobe, bad, like uh, real, real bad, bad yeah. real bad. Uh, but it shows like old Hollywood, you know, Errol Flynn is in there, you know, played by Jude Law, yeah. uh, you know, Louis B. Mayer. What a cast already, right? Yeah, I mean, it is. A, yeah. I mean, it's Martin Scorsese a feast always, for your eyes. You want to be in a Martin Scorsese movie. If, you know? if, if Martin Scorsese ever asked you to be anything, even if it's as the, the bus driver, be in his movie. Yeah, because... which we'll talk about later. But I think Jonah Hill even took like a pay cut just so he can be in a Martin Scorsese it's movie. It's a huge, huge. I mean, yeah. you're talking probably top five yeah. greatest directors yeah. of all time i mean amazing amazing yeah so i love the aviator you, you love the aviator and, and, and but it's so different right it's yes. old hollywood it's about it's an autobiography movie about howard hughes mm -hmm. about how you know his little quirks i i don't know how you want to say it now uh you know his ocd it was like ocd his personality and, uh, his personality is very out there mm -hmm. you know he always mm -hmm. wants to do everything big Yep. You know, the, the big ships, you know, the, the Spruce Goose, the Spruce you know, Goose, the very right? famous, the famous Spruce Goose. Now, uh, w, let me ask you. Um, but, I mean, it looks beautiful. It's really beautifully shot. Howard Maybe Hughes' it. money comes from, it came from newspapers? Was he a newspaper? Oil Man, I or think Oil Man, okay, okay. Yes, yes. I know that they often say that the Citizen Kane character was based, but that's on the, uh, the that's newspaper. That's on, uh, yes, that's on uh, Ernest. No, I forget his name too. Walter Cronkite, I think. Right. No, 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 no. It's uh, it was a newspaper. It was some big, any, big, big new, almost like a J. Jonah Jameson uh, right. kind of uh, dude in real life, but yeah. in real life though. But it's it's so funny because this movie it really does transport you back to that time. It does. Leonardo DiCaprio like, it, really gets into that role. It's really shot too, like in that way too. Like mm -hmm. it looks different than a Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. You know, it's just it looks so different. The flying scenes. Yeah, I don't know what it is it, it about. It feels epic. Yes, it does. And he, I'm sure he, I think he'd get nominated for those. Yes, he did. He got yes, a nomination for and, those. Uh, it got me interested in Howard Hughes. I I knew of Howard Hughes, but it made me want to take a deeper dive into Howard Hughes. Yeah. And man, the way Leo fixed himself, the way he, you know, I was like, wow, you know, like when he's just like in his hotel room, he's locked up in his hotel oh, room. I know. And he's yeah. just like flipping out and he's got, yeah. you know, all these bottles of piss and yeah, he's just, you know, with the soul. And, and those scenes, guys, it makes you feel his OCD where he's washing his hands to almost yeah. they're raw yeah. and the camera's tight on his hands and it's like he's rubbing him and you can hear it and you're like, oh, fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. How about the scene when he serves him the fish? Oh, man, and, and then when he puts like 
like the thumb, the thumbprint, the thumbprint on the glass. And you're he knows seeing, that's good. <laughs> you're seeing Leonardo look at it, and he's, and, like, he's and it's like it's, it's him, and he's looking at it, and it's him, and it's, him and, it's, and it's like you start to feel his freaking out, and you're like, what the fuck? And then I'm the fish too, like Sam said, it's like a damn like real fish. He doesn't even look cooked or anything. yeah, like a whole fish. They're fucking with like, the character I, I, at this point. Yeah, because yeah. like in Amazing Spider-Man, they show him like eating like a fish like that. Yeah, but it just didn't look very appetizing. You know, and, definitely with the head on and all that. The tail, and you're like, what the fuck is this? You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but even that courtroom scene, it mm. it's almost like the real life courtroom scene nice. that I've seen on YouTube. That if you look it up, it's actually on YouTube yeah. where him and the senator Alan Alda are going at it. Really? Yes. Okay, that's yes. pretty cool. It's actually on you YouTube. Footage, you can see yeah. the real footage of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a testament too to what a, probably a researcher is, and, and that Marty wants it to be uh, again. Martin Scorsese wants it to be uh, <laughs> a, a true vision of you know. Uh, what was happening and he's doing this you know biographical uh picture but but to do that type of research you know what i mean and get it as accurate as possible i think is another sign of a, of a great director yeah yeah um so uh what do you what do you got next uh okay, what do you want uh, to talk another about? thing too uh that was kind of like really different really really way off but uh the color of money uh mm. the pool movie like actual pool uh, it's a sequel to The Hustler, the cap mm -hmm. classic movie, The Hustler, starring Paul Newman, Jackie Gleason, Jackie Gleason. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, it's the sequel where now he's kind of blacklisted. Everyone kind of knows who he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, but Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, mm -hmm. uh, is the up and coming pool player. Really badass. Really, you know, everything. Uh, great movie. It got Paul Newman finally his Oscar. Finally, ah, after okay. being a big star in the 50s, 60s, you know, Cool Hand Luke, great son that you know, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, yeah. you know, all these movies that you think that no, oh, Paul Newman should have had an award, right? Oh, yeah, I didn't realize it wasn't until then. Nope. So, right now, you're nope. telling me, it's so. color of money. Um, it's it, again, it's different, it's a sports movie mm -hmm. about pool, yeah, you know. Tom yeah, Cruise is in it. Yeah. You know, how crazy is that, right? Even yeah. Tom Cruise wanted he to be got to work with him. Martin yeah. Scorsese. And his, early, his young days. And Paul Newman's great. Paul Newman's great in that movie, too. And it's it's just a different, again, a different kind of Martin movie. <laughs> yeah. That you're like, you're, if you think Goodfellas, if you think uh, Casino, The Departed, you know, or, or Taxi Driver, it's so, so different from those movies right it's so different from last temptation of christ mm -hmm. it's so different from shutter island it's so different from aviator yeah. and it that's it speaks volumes of the kind of movies that this man can do and the performances he can bring out because tom cruise he's kind of like an annoying prick sometimes <laughs> in that movie you know and this paul might newman, have been pre-scientology cruise and paul newman looks, nothing wrong with that paul newman looks Fucking sharp, yeah, super sharp in that movie. Still kind of youngish. Yeah, uh, yeah, he looks yeah. great. No, no, super great. He looks good. You know, a, one of those movies that you're like, eh, you know, it's cool that he won an award, but he probably mm -hmm. should have won for you know some other movie. Cool hand Luke. <laughs> exactly right. Excuse me, but um, Martin, Martin got it for him. Yeah, know? you know, he yeah. got it for. Do him. you like it? Is it one you revisit? It's a good movie. I've yeah. not seen that. One. That's another one I haven't have seen. Um, right I had to borrow this one though. This is my, my video story. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's a great cover. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, a little bit, a little bit of the elder yeah. statesman Paul yeah. Newman right mm -hmm. there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This yeah. is cool. And then I forgot her name. She plays Maid Marion in the Kevin Costner. Uh, Mary Rock. Elizabeth Mastrantonio. Yeah, she's great in this movie too. Really beautiful looking in that movie. Helen Shaver. Is she the one that played Supergirl? No, no that's no, a different no, Helen. No, no. 
Okay. Like, uh, a movie that you probably right, would money. never think about uh, from Martin Scorsese, right? Yeah, I did movie. not know it was one of his. When <laughs> I was going through his IMDb, I saw that one on there, and I was like, oh, dang. I, I said I haven't seen Like I said, one. Tom Cruise, Paul Newman, you're like, wow, that's a weird Already pairing, a great cast. You know? yeah, but yeah. it's weird pairing, right? Yeah. Paul Newman, Tom, old Hollywood, new Hollywood. New Hollywood, yeah. You know, so uh, see it if you want. You know, this is kind of a movie that we kind of overlook sometimes. We get asked a lot of questions, too. What's our favorite, like, sports movies? Yeah. This is a movie that we kind of, like, overlook, too, sometimes. And it's a really good movie, especially if you're into pool. Yeah. You know, if, especially if you know how to play pool, you're into pool. Uh, this is a great movie. Tom Cruise actually did practice a lot. And really? he's actually a really good pool player in this movie. So I uh, only play pool in bars. And I also play online right, with Friday Nighter Anthony Sanchez. Who <laughs> constantly get my, my butt beat. But, but it's a great movie. Time. Great, great movie. All right, cool, cool, cool. So we know you guys are probably chomping at the bit for us to get to, you know, to those, the deeper those certain ones. Yeah. That but we, we just kind of want to show you kind of like the other side of Martin Scorsese that he can do that maybe you're like, oh, wow. Well, you know, I didn't know he did a pool movie. Oh, wow. I didn't know he did like a, a religious movie. Right. You know, or autobiography, you know. And before we even get to those that you, we know you guys probably really want to talk about, uh, I want to talk about two more before that. I'll bring those up in our next 30-minute block. We're right up against the 30 minutes right now, guys. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, for those of you listening on audio, you'll just hear a quick blip, and we'll be right back. We do this so that our audio can um, process and load up. And then during that time, we will uh, go out into the Friday Night Faithful and into the comment section on our Facebook Live and address and read your comments and hear what you have to add to the conversation about the great Martin and Scorsese. incomparable Martin Scorsese. Uh, guys, if you ever want to hear the full and uncut episode, go on to youtube.com, search us, and subscribe there. You can hear everything unabridged, all the comments, all the conversation that happens in between these little 30-minute breaks. But if you want that little trimmed-down version, you can find us just about anywhere else podcasts are available. Spotify, iTunes, Audible, Amazon Music, you name it, we're there. And don't forget to check out the Totally Rad podcast, especially the Thundercats episode where we just recently were on talking with Jerry D, all things Thundercats. So give us a quick second and we'll be right back. Uh, guys, we're right back in it talking all things Martin Scorsese. We're going to move into some of his other works now. Um, well, we're kind of talking about, you know, obviously very famous for his his mobster movies. That's what we kind of know him for. And we love those movies. We both love those movies. But we wanted to talk about a little bit of different movies. Uh, Double A, let's get into one of the other ones that's okay, still so, in, that, in that vein of different. So what I, the one I really fell in love with was the King of Comedy. I saw it after the Joker. And trust me, mm. I think if you would see that movie after seeing the Joker, I think he would like it a lot. Okay. Too. Okay. Todd Phillips has said he got a lot of inspiration for the uh, for Joker from the King of Comedy. Mm -hmm. And when I was watching it, yeah. Okay. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Uh Robert De Niro stars as Rupert Pumpkin. Mm. Pumpkin. <laughs> and you can see a lot of Arthur Fleck. And ah, his character. Okay. Uh, it's a great movie. Jerry Lewis is fantastic in that movie. Oh, nice. He's not even like a funny man in that movie at all. Okay. He's kind of like a Johnny Carson uh, character okay. in that movie. But, okay. you know, outside I'm already of, hearing uh, similarities, parallels. But, but outside of that character, Jerry Lewis doesn't really do like a lot of funny shit. You know, he's, yeah. he's a serious dude. And right. De Niro, it, it's weird seeing De Niro in that kind of like. 
what do you call that? That crazed fan, kind of that delusional crazed fan. That's what he plays. Yeah. I and mean, it's kind of weird seeing De Niro. Interesting because he plays a delusional crazed fan in The Fan. Yeah. With him and uh, Wesley yeah. Snipes. So. Yeah, but his character is a lot like the Arthur Fleck character in The Joker. Yeah. And he see, and he's like, the Murray character is a lot like Jerry Lewis. Interesting. Character. So interesting. it was very interesting. In it's parallels. very good. <clears throat> I forget that that name of that comedian. She comes out in it too, and she was actually fantastic. She used to come on Roseanne. She had like kind of, she kind of has like a big nose, kind of like red hair. Her name's like Sandra. Sandra so, Bernhard. Yes. Yeah. You would like her in that movie. Okay. She's, fucking fantastic in that movie okay she's like another crazed fan of the jerry lewis character did you stream or i had i ordered it on, on amazon prime it was only like 4.99 okay so okay. wasn't too bad wasn't too bad for a one-time show i will definitely check it out because i I'd heard the like same thing if, if you seen you seen the joker so you love would love king yeah. of comedy there's so many similarities that you're just like wow okay <laughs> and again a completely different kind of scorsese movie yeah, that you really don't see, and a different, really different Robert De Niro. This guy is yeah. like, you know, we've talked about like cringeworthy moments in movies. Oh no, there's so many oh. cringeworthy moments that you're just like, but De Niro is so great. <laughs> He's so fucking fantastic in that movie. There's though. nothing like watching Young De Niro too, though, because yeah. this is what in 80s? 82, 82? 83. Okay, I, I'm definitely interested. I heard, I had heard but the same. Not things. the tough guy, De Niro uh, that okay. you see. Yeah, you know, not the. The comedian kind of like from Fockers. Right. You know, right. It's, it's just like it's really cringeworthy to see like De Niro. You know, e even in a Bronx role. tale where he's not the, the boss, he's still very assertive. He's, he's still very, very much the man. But here he's not. That's it's interesting. Crazy, it's interesting to see, to see him like that. So um great pool. So the, that's called The King, King of, of Comedy. comedy it's a really good movie. I would say check it out. If you like Scorsese, I want to if check you like out. De Niro, and if you like The Joker, you'd be surprised how similar uh, The King of Comedy is to The Joker. Okay. <laughs> so Very cool. That was really cool. Like, again, a different a different De Niro. <laughs> so I want to go into this one because this is the other movie that I've heard that a lot of people compare Joker, the Todd Phillips Joker with Joaquin Phoenix to. And oddly enough, also comes from the same fella, Martin Scorsese. This is one of his huger ones. Double uh, A has mentioned it. Could be considered his masterpiece. So take a little Ooh. bit of a walk into yeah. Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver. Robert De Niro stars as Travis Bickle in the 1970s. Uh, we addressed this movie somewhat in our 70s episode. Yes, yes we the did. The movie could have its own episode. I love it. I have a beautiful, uh, like a book copy. To me, this is my favorite Scorsese movie. That's it. That's. I mean, that's a that's a, yeah. a huge stamp right there. It is definitely in his top for me. Uh, I first saw it, I think, with you and your brothers. I yes, haven't seen yes, it. Yes, yes. It was extremely dark. It was extremely Very not dark. what I expected. Uh, Sybil Shepard. Uh, Harvey Keitel. Albert Brooks is in there. Uh, Albert Brooks. Peter Boyle is in there. A very, very young. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 Jodie Foster. Yeah, Jodie. Uh, uh, Harvey Keitel. Yeah, Harvey, Harvey, Keitel. Harvey Keitel. Yeah, a sport. Uh, the pimp. Uh, <laughs> a low-level pimp. A low-level in, in, in a white white beater shirt and a, and, a, and a fedora hat. I mean, it's such a classic movie. The line that we referenced earlier, you know, yeah, you talking to Yeah, it's one of the most famous lines in, in cinema movies. De Niro, very gaunt, very this all-night taxi, drives a taxi, can't sleep, he's, insomnia. He's a, uh, a Vietnam vet. Mm -hmm. uh, like you said, insomnia. Yeah. So he drives a taxi cab. Uh, at night, you know, that's like his job. And, you know, um, remind me, is uh, our friend, is Peter Boyle in this? Yes, Peter, Peter Boyle. Boyle. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Peter Boyle's in there. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, 
post-traumatic stress, they really don't tell what he did in Vietnam, but mm -hmm. he was honorably discharged, uh, maybe just the effects of Vietnam. Right. Uh, he gets involved with this very, very young prostitute, mm -hmm. not involved like sexually, just he sees her, he keeps seeing her, and she's like 14, like Jodie Foster's like character is like 14 years yeah. old in the movie. Yeah. And he wants to help her. He finally finds like a mission yeah. for him after the war, you know. And In addition to him yeah. trying to kind of in his own awkward way court Sybil Shepherd and, and <laughs> you know, do what he thinks is the right, you know, how to oh get a woman. Goodness. But he's just so socially he's disconnected he's so yeah. isolated there's some you know? voiceover there's him driving the yeah, cab at night hallmark guys the yeah the, the pacing is so like it's almost anxiety inducing like where you're like what the fuck is going on and like what's happening and it is a man getting close to the edge and then begins to essentially walk on the edge and then eventually goes over the edge and and it's very and also i feel like do you feel like it also has very could be closely tied to Joker, Todd Phillips' yeah, Joker. Yeah. It's very easy to yeah. draw from that, yeah. you know. What's that one bad day where you get pushed over the edge? One like bad day, guys. Yeah. So I, I absolutely love Taxi Driver. I couldn't believe that I hadn't seen it when I first watched it with your brothers. I mean, it's more than more than fifteen so, years ago. Like it was now. around like the nineties when uh, CM introduced me to a Casino. I started digging deeper, deeper into that, and then that's when I found out about Taxi Driver myself. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, just. Man, one hell of a movie. Just the look, the feel of it, the brutality of it. It's yeah, you know, the it's it's part of that great 70s movies that we've talked about, you know, just that push that push cinema closer more, mm -hmm. more and more into the modern times. You know? Definitely, definitely. And if you have not seen it, we and could then both he has that iconic look, the sunglasses, the the army jacket, the the mohawk. The mohawk. You know, and he evolves into that. That's not how he starts out. He he slowly evolves into that, and you kind of see again, like you're on this journey with him to that. There's also like a kind of a, a, a subplot of like a political figure, and, yeah. And yeah, there's like you know yeah. that going on. There's there's a couple of things going on, but it all culminates in this uh, oh, epic man, ending. What an ending! I um, uh, mean, never seen Taxi Driver. <laughs> Watch it. You won't regret it. Like I said, it's Robert De Niro. It's Harvey Keitel. Jodie Foster. Mm -hmm. Uh, Peter Boyle. I mean, it's a great cast and it's brutal, especially the ending. The yeah. ending is just like, you'll be like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? Talking about it, you know, makes me want to re see <laughs> it. And this is one I've revisited on my own. Again, I own it. Y'all know for me, that's like the biggest stamp I can give something. I, I own a very uh, beautiful copy. I'm very proud and of it. You have that cover where it's kind of like it's green and it has like him that with his face. I believe so. I, is there a book one? version? I think yeah, I have I think like, so. I think I have like yeah. the book version of the one. I need to go home and take a look at it. Uh, There's like another one I think they were released on steel. It's like him in a taxi cab. Yeah. 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 But um, we both could not more highly recommend that movie if you have not seen Taxi Driver. And there's like a God, there's a fun part to it where Marty Scorsese does come out, and it's just like a weird fucking part. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, that's right. Sometimes that's right. Marty does come out in his. He movies. does do a little cameo thing there. So, <laughs> so guys, Taxi Driver again, Travis Bickle. Man, uh, one of the big fucking movies uh, that we love. Mm -hmm. uh, that's hard to top. That one is really, really hard to yeah. top. Well, I'm going to go right into uh, this other one only because I want before we get into the mafia ones, I want to okay. I want to leave off, and I think this one would qualify as not. So uh, I want to steal all your thunder because I no, know no, you no. had some big no, ones. No. But uh, the Wolf of Wall oh, Street, man. 
I mean, I fucking love that movie. The debauchery, <laughs> the language, the drugs. Absolutely God hilarious. Um, there's no sympathetic characters. The Jordan no. Belfort is just an asshole. Yeah. The Donnie character is an asshole. I mean, they don't care. They rob from everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, man, I love that. I fell in love with that movie the first time I saw it. Yeah. Before she. Uh, was Harley Quinn, the very, very gorgeous uh, Margot Robbie. I mean, I think we all, when she came on screen, felt just like uh, yeah. I, I actually, Jonah uh, Hill. <laughs> I I actually said it, like, in that part where she gets thinking it. Like, I actually did, like, out loud. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, out loud. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, did yeah. I say that, like, out loud? I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I know that my old boss, uh, shout out to Raul, man, I miss you, brother, uh, was a huge fan of this movie. He just, because he <laughs> just said, you know, great. he, he uh, was a banker in the 80s, and he was just like, man, that's, this stuff is, for like, me, awesome, that's you know? Jonah Hill's best fucking role. Oh, it doesn't far, even yeah. seem like it's Jonah Hill. No, no, man, totally. sometimes I forget yeah. it's him. Yeah. He's so fucking stupid in that movie. How so about over our, the top. our guy, uh, John Bernthal? John Bernthal, man. I like uh, when he's like, sell me this pin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matthew McConaughey, uh, man, briefly. Uh, but a great brief right. cameo. Man, it, it, the gif has been uh, used. <laughs> the gift has been used. I mean, you know what I mean? You know it. You quote it. <laughs> yeah. um, I love to grab a mic and just be like, I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah, I'm not fucking paying. going. You know what I mean? Um, Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. I mean, that's fucking great. Right? Great in that movie. <laughs> it's just a, a fucking cool story, you know, based on factual based events. Based on a real story of this motherfucker. Um, you know, he he was a big fan of the Gordon Gecko character, mm-hmm. the the real Jordan oh, Belfort. Yeah, uh-huh. And man, but the the shit that you're just—it's funny to watch, but it. it you know, to think that this guy actually did that, it's kind of like, damn. And he has no remorse whatsoever. And yeah. he's out there actually right now mm-hmm. doing like cameos. Yeah. He's yeah. a public speaker. He's public, public speaker. Public yeah. You know, it's kind of like, wow, really screwed like so many people out of their money. And- I mean, but, you know, he, you know, he went for it and he lived at that height. Not saying that what he do is right in any way. But I mean, and, like. And if you go to YouTube, there's actually footage of like that big party that leo throws in the movie mm-hmm. there's actually footage of the real jordan no Belfort doing all that so, <laughs> yeah so i mean but just what an interesting slice of americana if you want to call it and america in the 80s and i forget his name too man but i love the cop i forget his name and he comes out in so many movies but i love him in this role it's escaping me as right well. he's all like he's chasing him can you say that one oh, more oh, time. Oh, uh, John Hamm. Yeah. John Hamm is great from uh, Mad Men, right? No, no, no. It's not no, Mad Men no, the no, no, Shit, no, am I thinking of somebody else? No, you're thinking of someone else. Yeah. But he's like, can somebody you say that me. once again? Yeah. Very clear. <laughs> yeah. Somebody correct me on, on who the officers. I know you guys are out there. So. Uh, but yeah, I love the Wolf of Wall Street. The first time I saw it, I was just, blown away. Man, you talk about debauchery. You talk yeah. about every fucking thing under the sun that these people mm-hmm. did. The drugs, the quaaludes, the, the, hookers. the prostitutes, the midgets. Yeah, I know, love like, that line too. I will not die sober. I will not die sober. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're called little people. That's right. little people. Yeah, little people. You know? <laughs> and then, you know, even like the Benny Hanna stuff, you're like, wow, Benny Hanna was dirty too. Like, holy shit. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's just a great, you know, again, I get, you could almost and Leo, say, man, that's my favorite role that he's ever done. And oh, how he didn't win an Oscar for that movie because he's so out of character. Right. You know, right. Uh, that great scene too, where he's like, the Quaaludes finally 
like popping. Kicked and, in. You know, <laughs> he's like, he thinks he's driving really good. And then you find out he's not. He wrecked everything and crashed into everything. And, you know, and then, you know, he has a Coke in his, in his fucking couch. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. got everything hidden. Yeah. I know we use in our, like, our little own group, we have the gifts over and over again. It's, it's almost like we've all seen it, you know, without even having to tell each other to see it. And it's like you almost kind of forget that it's a Scorsese movie. Yeah, you know, but it really is. do. He gets these amazing performances out of everybody. It's got like great I said, pacing. I think it's it's kind of longer too. It's a bit of a it longer is, movie. But right? I think it's Jonah Hill's best role. Mm-hmm. Leo is just so fucking out there. Uh, John Berthal is great. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know Shane from The Walking Dead. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, he's fucking great. The Punisher from Netflix yeah, too, like especially Punisher. when like him and Donnie are fighting in the alley. Yeah, and he screams <laughs> when the cops. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you can feel that fucking anger. You know, you're like, man, this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a bunch of. I mean, the the whole movie is good. It's worth the watch. It's interesting. And it goes it's by funny. quick because you're just laughing so much yeah. at the shit because it just keeps getting higher and higher. The debauchery just keeps going and going, and you're just like. Fuck, how far did they go? Like, you can't believe it's a real story. And Jordan Belfort is like, you know, it's all true. You know, yeah. all of it's true. You're yeah. just like, wow. I can remember uh, my boss telling me he went to see it uh, with some of the guys from work. And he's like, man, I'm so glad I went with the guys, not my wife, because it felt like a total guy's flick. Hey, like, does. Women won't it really like this does. movie. I'm sure yeah. some women do like it, but I mean. Well, like, like my wife, she loves it. But she, yeah. she loves Leo. She loves yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, so. I'm still trying to convince my girlfriend to watch it or whatever, but she, but she loves him in that movie. And... You know, like I said, he's just so fucking out there. I wouldn't be surprised though. That's the way the dude really is, though. Leo. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, in real life, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I, I have it on. I have. I don't own an actual copy, but I have it on digital, so I can watch it whenever. And uh, if it's on, I'll stop. Yeah. It's just awesome. It's just it's an one awesome of those movie. movies that you're just like, oh, it's this part. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's this part. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's just like, okay, cool. And you just keep watching and watching. And you're just like, man. But that's like my favorite. <laughs> like maybe second. Like I think that's my favorite Scorsese movie. I think Taxi Driver is his masterpiece. Mm-hmm. But if you're actually like my favorite, favorite. it's Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> that's, that's interesting to put to separate it like that. But uh, yeah, I love it too. I can watch it over and over it's so again. It's funny, just a great, man. and again, funny movie. Is it a comedy? I don't really think it's meant I don't to be. Know. But there's just so much <laughs> I don't know comedy to it. Be. It's humorous what they're going but through. But then it's like for guys like me and Sam, we we laugh at RoboCop, you know. <laughs> so right, we right. We laugh at Conan. Yeah, so we're kind of like yeah. different in that way. So <laughs> and I cry at T two. So I mean, there's God, that. There it's the Terminator. There you know what I mean? But, but we love Clarence from RoboCop. <laughs> totally, the man's, It's a riot. You know what I mean? Um, Double A. I think that's all that I have that I would if we're if without me going right into the mobster stuff. So uh, well, how, about how, about, how about one more? How about go ahead. One more? Yeah, go right uh, ahead. Cape Fear. Oh, a remake great. of the classic 1962 movie with Robert Mitchum and Gregory Peck, mm-hmm. which is cool because they both come out. Uh, but man, so uh, again, kind of filmed different, right? With Nick Nolte. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, probably the best looking shape that Robert De Niro yeah. has Max probably ever Katie. looked. Maybe the scariest he's ever looked. Uh <laughs> Made fun of by by the Simpsons, you know the Sideshow uh, Bob. You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, they went deep on that one. What do you think of Kafir, man? How would how do you think he did on the remake? Uh, that's very rare for Scorsese to even do a remake, right? So that's kind of cool. And even use the same score. 
too. That's right. Yeah. yeah so, so um, I don't remember that well the original. The I've original seen is freaky. Parts but of obviously it. this one takes it up more a intense. Bit more. You know, with the uh, tattooed De Niro, yes. the the cigar smoking scene in the the theater, the Uh, younger, the very famous young girl, (laughs) Juliet Lewis, uh, Lewis, right. There's always kind of sometimes playing the young girl always in, in in some tragic situation. Um, and it's super intense. I mean, like it's, I, I, I didn't even write it down and that would be on my list of ones that I have seen. Um, but I mean, yeah. Uh, the Nero's just so different, right? Very in that one, mm-hmm. just scary. Very looking. dark. Nick Nolte's great, and Nick Nolte is you, good. You kind of feel Nick Nolte's uh, helplessness. He feels helpless about well, what's not going just that, on. But you remember that scary part too, where he picks up uh, Nick Nolte's kind of like mistress, mm-hmm. and he takes her to the apartment, mm-hmm. but then he ties her up, and then he starts beating her. I was That's like, right. Ooh. That's right. You, yeah. you don't see the beating. No, you hear the screaming, and it's just. You're like, oh, it's that off camera violence that is kind of more scary if you could say it in that way. Because you're just like, golly, he has her tied down. Like she thinks he's like very kinky. They're about to have like kinky sex, and he's just, yeah, no, you're you're this asshole lawyer that put me in jail. You're his fucking mistress, and I'm gonna make him, yeah, you know, suffer little ways. Like he tortures Nick Nolte's character Mm -hmm. in so many little ways, but this one was brutal it was ugly you know he beats her and she's so scared that she won't testify but it's a clear message nick nolte knows it's max katie oh yeah you know yeah that did it but he can't prove it because she's not going to testify whatsoever yeah it's a very scary movie you oh, know the very, ending, uh, the ending is very thriller intense. to the max yeah yeah the end is is uh very intense very very scary. intense and the use of i didn't know that that he was using the original soundtrack yeah it is number yeah. one that's a really cool choice uh-huh. to do if you're Especially doing a remake the 60s yeah but then to 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 be able to take a soundtrack like that and then use it in your storytelling and have it like you know match up with the story you're telling because the music obviously plays a very important part i mean it is it it's is an iconic spot piece of music. on man yeah. where the music is like you could put that on like your halloween scary <laughs> oh scary yeah. music <laughs> soundtrack thing because yeah. it's uh uh, fuck it's fucking freaky and the movie is freaky and it's freaky in that real world way where you're like holy shit you know what i mean but what's so, so cool is that man he gets like so many different kinds of de niro you get like that isolated kind of post-traumatic you know soldier that mm-hmm. just got out of vietnam and taxi driver mm-hmm. and you get like this psychopath kind of like crazed fan in the king of comedy mm-hmm. then you got like you know this fucking rapist kind of like uh Max Katie, yeah, murderer, you know, fucking criminal, hardened criminal, yeah, yeah bad guy, yeah. I mean, you know, and then he gets so many, he gets so many different Robert De Niro's, yeah, in a lot of these movies. And know? we're not even done with the Robert De Niro no, the performances that he gets no, out of there because we're about to get into the Robert De Niro that you probably really think about right away, and the Robert De Niro that maybe you love, and the really cool Robert De Niro, and the Robert De Niro that maybe you're like, I want to be like that guy, Robert De Niro. Uh, and there's actually several that are like that. So it's really like, where do you want to start when it comes to De Niro on, on that? Double uh, A, what do you think? Uh, you well, know what? I'm going to go with, um, I guess it would be one I don't like. And I know earlier Friday Nighter mm-hmm. Steve said he he was his favorite. Uh, for me, this is the one I have a short list of of what I don't like. And I'm going to kind of agree with you that maybe I need another viewing. Maybe me too. Uh, 
but when I did see it, I wasn't hooked, and I was mm-hmm. really kind of disappointed too because it has De Niro and it has Harvey Keitel mm-hmm. and the leads as the leads, and they're kind of like, oh, like it, it didn't grab me at all. And it's not his first film, but it's like maybe his, like his second, third, second or like third. third. Uh, but Mean Streets, guys. I mean, like you could say the beginning yeah, of sorry, the, Steve, but yeah, the beginning of the foray with uh, Scorsese, maybe with like New York and like that it's kind funny of too, because you know, it's right after De Niro had won an award for Godfather Part Two, mm-hmm. so he was already an Oscar winner. Yeah, at that point, yeah. you know? and I don't think that it was the performances were bad, and I won't even say that Marty's directing was bad. I just felt like the story was kind of week like so i was like too. i was like what the brother the one brother's kind of a fuck up yeah and, and like you know they're just like there's not i thought the pacing was bad it, it i thought that it had bad pacing uh there really wasn't any memorable dialogue to me yeah um, and uh it's always mentioned but it's not really it's mentioned i think because it's the first collaboration maybe of so de niro that but uh it's never really them. highly touted like the other de niro right. scorsese collaboration right yeah, so for me, that one falls... Uh, and I have to agree with you, too. I was not impressed with that movie. Sorry, Steve. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, no. I'm glad you much. liked it. No, maybe, yeah. Maybe I have to take another look at it, but... And you're not the only one, Steve. I've heard other people say that they really enjoyed, you know, Mean Streets, that they liked that one. They're like, oh, you know, like De Niro. It's even in rap sounds like, like De Niro and Mean Streets. And I'm like, what did I miss? I missed something on there, so... And that's why I feel like, too. Sometimes I'm like, did I miss something? You know, <laughs> and here maybe. we're talking about we wanted to bring you into the cool De Niro. We're going to get there. We just haven't got there yet, but... Uh, but yeah, it's a very movie. young De Niro. It's very young Harvey Keitel. Yeah. It's the first collaboration. That's always kind of like the importance of that movie. Yeah. The first collaboration. What we can yeah. say is that I guess it had a good impression on each other because they continued to work together. Yeah. But before we get to that. three decades. Yeah. After, can I get know? Can I'll take one if you're going to have yeah. one. Yeah. Can I get another bad one out of my system, Double A, before Ooh, we go to our okay. next break? Because this will end my list of bad ones <laughs> to, for me. And it actually happens to be. The most recent collaboration with uh, De Niro and, okay. and Scorsese. You're going to have to go on that one alone because I still haven't seen it. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I'll go solo, guys. But The Irishman uh, debuted on Netflix. The previews looked it was great. Another big touting because it was the first time him and De Niro kind of got back together, right? Yeah, 2019. And it had Joe Pesci. So you're like, holy shit. Pacino, like It's going right? to be uh, – uh, yeah, he yep, put Chino's in it too as Jimmy Hoffa. So, and there was that kind of a little bit of that story. Uh, guys, man, um, I, so I will, what was wrong with that one? Too long, definitely pacing, too long, definitely the pacing. Um, uh, I know that good performances from them, or? no, no, I won't say that, but I okay. will say, well, I know that Friday Nighters, Foxy Roxy, and Holty Bear will say this about Uh-oh. one particular performance. So they do do kind of like the de-aging thing with De Niro, and they have this yeah, scene yeah, that's right, that's right. where he kind of does a, a beating, kind of a classic, you know, uh, Goodfellas or uh, Goodfellas style beating. But they were just like, yeah, like it's he's. They made him look young, but his body is still it's moving still big, old. Right? Oh, yeah, like okay. and, and like it's okay. not the movement's not good, and them kind of reminding me of that reminded me of that scene and i was like yeah that wasn't the greatest scene but i think it suffered from pacing i think it suffered from dialogue i think it suffered from a convoluted story i was like what's going on like i you think I, he was trying too hard uh yeah maybe yeah. trying to accomplish what you said of having these epic cinematic movies and it's like hey man get back to your roots about like just like a tighter mafia yeah. story you know the whole jimmy hoffa yeah. and the union thing yes. when you get yes. into all that it can be kind of a daunting maybe if you didn't live in that time or don't fully understand what that is and if you go into a big explanation of that it's going to make for not as great you know now you've got this big 
long talky type movie. You know, Kill the Irishman, which is a, you know, a, maybe not on a lot of people's list of great mafia movies. It tells that story very tightly. It does. And it makes it very easy to understand. Well, you I don't know? know if you remember, but it was a top 10 Netflix movie. Oh, really? See, well, there, I mean, there you go. I mean, you know, and sometimes I like that where it's like, you know what? I don't need a whole lot. Just give me enough to kind of understand, like, what are people's motives? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the Joe Pesci character, it's like he was there, but I don't really understand, you know, so, what. I've really heard more negative than I heard positive, and I think that's what's kind of kept me. I was going to ask if that's why you avoided it. Okay. Yeah, and I, I, but it's like I said, you need to find time to kind of see a four-hour movie. Yeah, it's you know? it's also super long, and I definitely felt like there's these big parts where they're just riding in the car for a long time, and I'm like, no man, you can take this out, and you can like do other stuff, or you can say other stuff, or you can. You can do this once and get the point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I felt like it was, maybe you're right, overly ambitious. You know what I mean? Because I think it was it was coming after, right after those comments that he made about the Marvel movie. So maybe, I don't know, maybe, he, you know, he saw Avengers Endgame was three and a half hours. Maybe he was like, well, I can do a four-hour movie, too, that you guys would enjoy, too. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Well, I d- it definitely... Um, for me, but I, it's not making me. Your comments are not making me want to go and explore mm-hmm. the movie. So, and, and you know, there's a small part of me that says like maybe I need to give it another chance, like to watch Oof. it one more time. But I'm like, man, like Damn. I just uh, there was nothing that came out of it. I didn't find even the primary character who was supposed to be De Niro and kind of like this See, enforcer. Like I told you, Gone with the Wind is usually touted as one of the top five greatest movies. I saw it once, and I think once was good enough for me, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't like Citizen Kane. They think that it's really long and drawn out. I thought it was kind of overrated myself yeah. when I saw it. I actually really enjoyed it. I bought it. You know what I mean? I thought okay. that it was cool. I, I, I would it revisit too. it. Yeah. I have it too, but I, I think it's a little overrated that yeah. everyone's always saying it's like the greatest movie ever. I wouldn't even say it's come cl- it comes close to being the greatest movie oh, of all time. Yeah. I, I think that now that we have a better understanding of storytelling and how you can tighten things up, especially when you had told me that like how much uh, regard Shawshank gets now, I'm like, yeah, it's a really tight, mm-hmm. tightly told story with a lot of but see, profound like, impact. Like Ten Commandments, I can probably see over and over. Uh, Ben-Hur, mm-hmm. I can probably see over and over. Okay. But yeah, it's some of these movies that are like long epics that you're just like, man, they, they really do feel long. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. totally. Uh, guys, so what did you think about The Irishman? Did you watch it? Did, did you, you watch like it? It? Yeah. it? It was kind of cool because he premiered it on Netflix. It to me? Right, yeah. Should we watch it again? You know what I mean? Like, should I watch it again? Should Double A watch it? I mean, because, you know, like I said, for me, his two misses that I have seen uh, are Mean Streets and The Irishman, which is kind of funny. His first and then his last. I didn't really realize that, that was that wasn't intentional. But I'm like, wow, okay. Because you know, sometimes I hear Tarantino say a lot that directing is a young man's game, and I have noticed that his style has changed as he's gotten older. Yeah, and obviously, he has. yeah, he's more Western now for sure. Well, I just also feel too as though like he's uh, moving a little bit slower. There's no sense of urgency. No, you know what You're I mean. You're talking about Tarantino, right? Yeah, Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. you know. I guess you could say that about Marty too, because it doesn't seem like he's but rushing these movies. Aviator's the, long, but but in the the Leo movies, man, they seem pretty tight, though. Honestly, like like you said, Wolf of Wall Street was still a very fun movie, you know, and that was in twenty thirteen. Yeah, you're right. That, Wolf of you know? Wall Street's long. Aviator's long. Yeah, Departed's not that long. 
It's long though, but it's, it's it longer. Yeah, it's very no, good. No, that one has we'll great. Get into, yeah, it has great pace. We'll get into right now. Yeah, uh, guys, we're getting right up to that next uh, thirty-minute break. You guys know that the way we do it here, every thirty minutes we take a break so that we can read your comments because we want you to be involved in the conversation yep. that we're having tonight about Martin Scorsese and the movies that he's directed, uh, focusing primarily on him as a director. Uh, what are your favorites? What are your What are the ones you hate, didn't like, like, didn't see? You know what I mean? There are some that I that I didn't. I'm taking away about four uh, that Double A has recommended here that I want to see for sure, and then some that I want to revisit. Like I definitely want to revisit Cape Fear because it's been so long. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want to get freaked out by that because I like I like suspense <laughs> and thrillers, whatever. But yeah, like I said, maybe I should rewatch The Irishman and just let it play in the background or something. Maybe. But, um, yeah. So, uh. Yeah, we're going to take a quick 30-minute uh, – not, not 30-minute break. We're going to take a quick, <laughs> take a quick <laughs> blip shit. of a break, but we're going to read your comments. Guys, don't forget we are unedited on YouTube after this. Uh, Facebook Live ends, and um, everywhere else podcasts are available after that without the uh, comments in there. So we'll be right back for those of you on audio in a second. You comment. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out uh, with us here uh, for our audio listeners. Again, we're talking all things Martin Scorsese and his films, and uh, we're calling him tonight the good fella of cinema. Yeah, um, so you want to jump into now his gangster movies? Yeah, I mean, we might as well. What he's known for? Um, you know what? Let's start with this one because it's still – it is a, it's a it's a gang movie, but it's not like a, like a mob okay. mafia movie, but Gangs of New York. Ah, I was hoping you'd say that. I fucking love that movie. Uh, Man. I think this was kind of like his resurgence as mm-hmm. a director. Mm-hmm. You know, he found Leo. Mm-hmm. That became, that was like their first their collaboration. First and what a great start that was. Daniel Day-Lewis should have fucking won that Oscar that year. Yeah. Powerhouse performance. He lost to Denzel Washington Denzel, for yes. training day. Also a fantastic um, performance. But if you were to rate the two, I think Daniel Day-Lewis should have won. He carried more of that movie. It's not really easy to outact Leonardo DiCaprio, but Daniel Day-Lewis, damn. Although we've Bill seen it Butcher. happen, though, right? Because it is hard to out- outact Leonardo. But, um, man, how about Tarantino did it in Django, too? Because it's kind of like, man, that Calvin Candy performance is there. But it's there's, there. You know, you've got uh, – Christoph Waltz, and you've got Jamie Foxx. They all turn it up. But when Leo comes into that picture, that's when Django really starts heating up. Uh Uh-huh. For sure. For sure. But, man, Gaines, um, Liam Neeson, Daniel Day-Lewis, Leonardo DiCaprio. Cameron Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Um, It's got a little, like, everybody. There's a lot of people. It's a great. Again, when you're a Martin Scorsese movie, you're going to get top-notch actors, mm-hmm. actresses. They want to work with him. You know and I mean? it's a, kind of based on the old gangs of New York, mm-hmm. uh, literally. Yeah. Uh, you know, the real Americans, which we still kind of have to deal with sometimes. Yeah. You know, the immigrants were flooding America at this time, just mm-hmm. coming in droves. And it's kind of like the, the real Americans, the Irish groups, you know, the Italians, you know, the, yeah. you know, all these other immigrants that kind of form together to kind of go up against Daniel Day Lewis's character, Bill the Butcher, mm-hmm. and his Americans, you know, yeah. real Americans, you know, and you know, Daniel Day Lewis, he's a a gang leader that has almost total control. What, what was his gang called? Were they York. called that? Uh, you know what? I don't. I know. I know that. Um, 
Dead Rabbits. The Dead Rabbits. Yeah. That was uh, uh, Liam Neeson, you yeah. know, uh, Leonardo's dad's uh, group, you know, Priest, yeah. Priest Valley. Priest Valley. Priest Valley, yeah. yeah. The only guy he kind of respected. You know, yeah, so, yeah. He even has a picture of it mm -hmm. in his there's, club. There's just a lot of really cool things. This is there kind is. of where you're seeing, like, you know, this is uh, – what year is this double A? This movie it's supposed to be well. It's during the Civil War, so mm -hmm. it's about eighteen between eighteen sixty one and eighteen sixty five, okay. because uh, Abraham Lincoln, you know, the Civil War is going right, it's raging. Right. So and the movie that's when the movie takes place, but it came out in what year? 2000. Oh, two thousand and one, I believe. It was about after the nine eleven. So this is after Scorsese. So this is Scorsese in New York. This is Scorsese after Goodfellas and Casino. Um, you know, so the movies that he's probably most beloved for, and he's kind of doing a period piece where it takes place. So number one, the costumes are fucking fantastic. Great. Number two, it looks so hot there. Like <laughs> everyone's got on all these clothes, like jackets and vests and top hats, and they look incredibly sweaty and it looks hot. Like it looks fucking hot. Um, so it's setting this just mood, you know what I mean, already. And then there's like this kind of piece of history that I didn't really know. So I'm kind of getting an education a little bit about what was going on in New York at this time. And like pretty much, you know, these uh, different gangs. So kind of I ran... think it was called the Natives. The Natives. Because okay. I think Liam Neeson even goes, you know, you and your so-called Natives. Mm -hmm. You remember? Mm -hmm. So, right, right. Yeah. When America was supposed to belong to everyone. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. not according to Bill the Butcher. No. And Daniel D. Lewis is fantastic in everything. He doesn't really act badly. There's not really a bad Daniel D. Lewis movie. But he's also very, very super selective about who he works with and what movies he does. Yep. So he is through the fucking roof yes. on this. I mean, he's already an incredible actor. But can you imagine when you Three pair him with time an, Oscar winner? When you pair him with an incredible director, you're gonna and 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 double A is right. It probably should have been four because although that Denzel performance is outstanding, Denzel has many outstanding performances, and they might have been doing kind of like the Leonardo Revenant thing, where it's like, well, this is like a little bit of a makeup, or it's like we don't know, you know. But you could give Denzel Oscars all day too, the same way that you can Daniel Day Lewis. You know what? Put them two in a movie together. I'll watch the fuck out of that. Uh, and Leonardo, I'll put them all in there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the character of Bill the Butcher is so engaging. Mm -hmm. You, he is just when he's in the scene, he's, he's in the charismatic. Scene. He's a, he's a scene stealer. Mm -hmm. You feel like you would be like Leo probably like felt like the character himself was like, shit, I'm starting to like, you know, being under Bill the Butcher, but I got to remember he's the one that killed my dad, right? you know? Right. And it's kind of that old thing again, like from Godfather. You know, you kill the father, you got to kill the son. Yeah. Because the son's going to grow up and he's going to want to kill you. Yeah. You know? So. But Bill lets him go in the beginning. And. Uh, yeah. He goes, just take him to a, a good school. Make sure he gets yeah. like, a good education. But and he harbors that want for vengeance in his heart. You know what I mean? And he, he, he that's all he's focused on. Uh, you know what I mean? And so, uh, meanwhile, Bill has grown in power. And uh, it's just a cool story. It and, is. And it looks... I love it. I love that old New York. I love how it was still run by gangs. Mm -hmm. You know, the costumes, the like immigrants, kind of coming together to protect themselves in a way yeah. against these what these Americans, real right. Americans. You know, right. so it's a cool story. It's a cool story of old America. It's a cool story of uh, New York. You know, it's a cool story of the early gang warfare that you had. You yeah, know, so very it's cool. almost like imagine a would you say this double A? Would you say it was like a the early 
of like the warriors yeah. you know what i mean where it's like yeah. you know gangs dressed alike they wore something yep. similar to mark yeah, them they wore, yeah they fought with clubs pipes yeah. it wasn't like guns you know what i mean it nope. was like this is just like you know street warfare and then and i kind of like what he tells them at the end too remember when they're they're setting they're setting the rules mm -hmm. and he's like uh clubs uh you know blah 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 and yeah. he goes pistols and leo goes no and yeah. he's like good boy <laughs> yeah know? yeah like, like pistols are like for pussies you know and not even time, that but you know? i mean like like you're lined up like you know civil yeah. war battle yeah. style like we're yeah. all in the line you're yeah. all in the line and we're like okay this is what we're gonna do we're, we've got all these knives terms. yeah a, a, a board with knives with nails in it you know what i mean i'm like what the hell like this is wild as shit but uh it's such a fun engaging movie great music now here he doesn't use his classic soundtracks he doesn't but i love the u2 song at the end yes when it's showing new york mm -hmm. evolving into what we see it mm -hmm. today the irish band new york uh u2 uh, yes. doing the yes. and yes. the irish are, are very the prominent hands that built the hands that built america yeah, love that song. uh yeah which i believe that uh, martin scorsese is an italian american but he uh, yes. oftentimes you know since yeah. he's a new yorker oftentimes he engages you know we talked about the Irishman already, but engages in the Irish uh, yeah, yeah. influence in New York yeah. as well. So it's very, very, very cool. Also, um, I can watch it over and over I again. I can too. I own it. I think to this day, your brother tells me there has not been a good Blu-ray transfer. It's just like <laughs> a crappy from the DVD. Uh, that said, it's not. They need to really do like a 20, 20 year anniversary or whatever year it's at now. Uh, uh, sharpen it up. Two thousand two. So next year would be the twenty year anniversary. Okay. So. Hopefully, please a great yeah. steel book or something. I want a really great version of I that. I mean, again, it's the first collaboration now of his new guy, mm -hmm. Leo. Mm -hmm. You know, so and uh, it, if you have not seen Gangs in New York, guys, you Check will not out. be disappointed. Man, that movie is so good. The look, the feel, the performances, the story, the dialogue. There are quotable, funny lines. It that are turned like, me into a Leo fan. That's when I became a Leo fan. Was yeah. this movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that might be my favorite Daniel Day Lewis movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, by far by far by far yes, he's uh he so good. just eats the scene yeah. so much again it's like what you're saying about martin he kind of gets the best out of you i think it's jonah hill's best performance in mm. wolf wall street mm -hmm. i think daniel day lewis best performance that i've ever seen robert de niro in probably taxi driver yeah you know yeah I interesting mean, uh, Ooh, Joe that's, Pesci. A, that's tough to put that de niro one against the godfather too though that performance no no but i mean i think it's a little bit more meaty yeah, when you see Taxi Driver yeah. than it than Godfather, you know, because he's kind of basing himself on Martin Brando more. That's a great, that's a great point. That's a great point, and he is the true lead in yeah. in, in uh in, in, in Taxi, Taxi Driver. Driver so and then Joe Pesci, you never really see Joe Pesci kind of like really eat up a scene like he does like in Goodfellas. No, that's absolutely casino, true. Yeah. You know? Uh, what about Leonardo? What would you say is best? Uh, I'd have to go for that for his performance. I would have to say Wolf of Wall Street. That but that Scorsese pulls it out. Of oh yeah really yeah that's like a leo that you had never seen up to that point with the departed it know? makes me wonder if guys like scorsese and tarantino in their own mind think like <laughs> i want to get the best performance out of it yeah i want to get the yeah. best performance because they both have worked with the you same know, people honestly and... i wouldn't be surprised if tarantino wanted to start working with leo after this whole collaboration with Martin. That's very interesting. Right? That's very interesting I mean, to see. And I can't see Tarantino in the 90s working with the guy from Titanic. Right. You know, That's a very great you know, point. So. That's a very great point. And yeah, and I think there probably is a little bit of uh, of peer rivalry where, hey, I want to get the best performance out of this, <laughs> out of this obviously great actor. Yeah. And I'm sure that Tarantino would die to work with Daniel Day-Lewis. And who, who 
who does he want to work with? He works with fucking anybody he wants. I mean, he's one of the people where it's, again, if you get the script from Tarantino, you do the role. You if you I mean? see a movie's being directed by Tarantino, you want to work with him. If you see a movie by Martin Scorsese, yeah. we've already mentioned some of the actors that have come out in Martin Scorsese movies, mm-hmm. and they're just like, wow, that yeah. person's come out. That person has come out in Martin Scorsese. You know, Jude Law, Kate Beckinsale, Kate Blanchett. You know, you're that just like, alone. wow. Yeah. Robert Alec De Niro, Baldwin. Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci, Alec Baldwin, you know, mm-hmm. Alan Alda, mm-hmm. even Alan Alda, you know, it's like, oh, Jodie you know, Foster. Jodie Foster. Some Shepard, you know, yeah. I mean, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Paul Newman. You know, yeah. I mean, these are like heavyweight, heavyweight yeah. names that are. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. 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 Role, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that kind of. You know, got Quentin Tarantino's attention too. Oh, I'm that sure. Role good I'm sure. You know, not coming to America. I'm sure. No, <laughs> no, know? definitely not. You know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he saw Samuel Jackson Goodfellas and was like, "Hey, you know what? I could probably do something with this guy." You know, Harvey Keitel yeah. was a Martin Scorsese guy, became a Tarantino guy. That's right. You know, and his first, even Darren De Niro, yeah, uh, with Jackie Fox. That's right, Jackie with Jackie Brown. Brown. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, that's right. That's a good, great point. Yeah, you know, great point. So, so to work with some of those those people that are amazing. Uh, but yeah, not, not a negative word for me to say about gangs in New York. I think you as oh, well. I love it. Uh, I love it. it might be long. I don't know. It doesn't feel long. It, it doesn't, feels no, like, give me no. more movie. Cause it's Again, great. If, if you're seeing a Scorsese movie, you're kind of knowing that you're going to be going in for about two and a half hours, sometimes three. You, you already have your mindset that, okay, he's going to tell you, but he's going to tell you a really good story from one hour to the first hour to the third hour, you know, yeah, you're, you're going to be hooked on that story. If you're a big fan of Scorsese, you're, you're all in. Yeah. You know? And the best part is, is that, like I said, in the ones we're about, we've been talking about for the last 30 minutes and into this next, this next part, it's going to go so fast. You're going to be like, man, I need more of that movie. Or yeah. I want to watch that yeah. movie again, yeah. right after I just watched it. Yeah. And these are ones. now we're into the ones where we both probably both own and both, probably revisit often because i know that i revisit gang- gangs new york has like been on tv like yeah. recently and, and i've been watching, I've been watching it. it i'm watching yeah. the shit out of it yeah. like you know when you're when you're a significant other starts telling you like again uh, this movie? Yeah. Like, you're watching this again i'm like yeah. i've been watching this part i don't want to and i watch this part like, i know yeah, yeah. so um w let's go uh from gangs in new york okay. now getting into i mean what you could say maybe be the meat and potatoes or the ones that really uh built them up let me let's go with this one next the one that got him the award that had long eluded him uh he deserved it way before many times uh some of the ones we've already talked about but um the departed uh again uh maybe his next collaboration with leonardo dicaprio about probably maybe his third one okay again now we're bringing uh alec baldwin We've got uh, Mark Wahlberg. We got Matt Jack Damon. Nicholson. We got Martin Sheen. You're just Mark Wahlberg. Like mm-hmm. you said, you're just like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All star cast, you know. Uh, great fucking flick. And you know what? I kind of hate it when people say this was kind of like his, that they gave him the Academy Award for this one because, you know what? I'm glad he won for this one because this movie is so fucking good. Uh, yeah. We got a guy in our other chat that just loves sending us memes of Gangs of New York uh, or uh, the Departed. Departed, Departed yeah. You know, he loves sending us fucking. It, it, we always say the like the five gifts of doom, and it's you know mm-hmm. the, it's always like Departed stuff. You know? Yeah, that's uh, of Friday Night or uh, Ray. <laughs> 
Ray Chapa <laughs> on that one. And guys, uh, Friday Nighter and, and financial backer of this show, Aaron B. Oh, uh, that's right. Is a huge right. fan of The Departed. Yeah. He would probably say it is his favorite movie. I mean, you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. You, you get Jack Nicholson, maybe his last really, really top-notch performance. No, truly. Film. And then so. you put him in with Martin Sheen. Man, I've seen with both of them together. It's so fucking awesome. Martin Sheen is such a legend. Oh, yeah. Jack Nicholson is such a legend. Then you got the dialogue between Mark Wahlberg and Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. That's so fucking funny. You know, you got Matt Damon coming in, mm-hmm. you know, and him and Jack Nicholson, the way they converse. Leo and Jack Nicholson, the way they converse. Leo at Mark Wahlberg. Leo and Martin Sheen. The You know, all the interactions. You're just like, damn, this is a really good movie. Yeah. Uh Leo is a cop that goes undercover to infiltrate Jack Nicholson's group. Jack Nicholson has a guy to infiltrate the FBI, the FBI which is Matt yeah. Damon. Right. You know, and it's just kind of like, damn. And the Boston State Police are involved. Uh, again, it takes place in and it's Boston. Like the FBI knows he has a mole in the FBI, but they right. don't know who he is. Right. You know, Jack Nicholson knows he has a mole in his group, but he doesn't know who it is. You know, it's and, just golly. And guys, when it gets intense, Whew. you feel the intensity. You really do. How about this, Double A? Texting in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how he did it, uh, how he knows how what buttons to push. This is before the smartphone days, guys, when (laughs) your phone is like buttons and you're going click, 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 B, click, 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 A, (laughs) click, 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 and you're moving your thumb around. I mean, like, it, and, and and you know where the character's at in that point, and you're like, holy shit, if he gets caught, they're going to fucking cut his throat. Like, there's so much intensity and so many scenes like that. Great soundtrack. I get introduced to one of my favorite yep. bands and favorite yep. songs, the Dropkick Murphys, shipping up to Boston. Yep. They play it twice in one yeah. movie, and it's fucking rad as and, fuck. You know, I love to, that song. To say that Martin's too old school, you know, for him to bring out Dropkick Murphys, what a great, great first song to put in the to put in the movie. You know, I mean that iconic riff in the beginning on the banjo. Dun, yep. Dun. yep. Dun, dun, man, the movie is so fucking good. I love the part. I like again. I hate how they say they gave Martin that award for that movie because that movie deserves to be an award-winning movie. It, it, it it's extremely well directed, which is what he did. He directed that, it masterfully. In fact, that should have been like maybe his second or third Oscar was for The Departed. You yeah. know, uh, yeah, that's what you would. That's a yeah. better thing to say. Yeah, because how many times in that movie Double A where the story is being told? This is the story that Martin Scorsese is crafting after filming all yes. of this stuff and then editing it. He's putting together a story this where you know we find out who this guy is. We find out who this guy is. We find yeah. out. Now we're seeing that these guys are in each other's nests. It's now a we're big fucking web. And now we're trying to see, we're seeing the moments where they could almost yeah. get caught and we're on the edge of our seats. We like, are. holy man, shit. Oh, like man. what's going to happen? Like, and you're like, fuck, like what a great and like job. I, said, I can't emphasize, you know, Martin Sheen, what a great pickup Martin Sheen was, you know, for that father figure boss, you know, yes. but man, yes. Jack Nicholson is man, you forget I, how great that guy is i'm so know? glad that we get that moment in this movie with martin sheen yeah. and jack nicholson because yeah. this is one of those moments that you'll yes. go back and watch mm-hmm. and you'll see this reminds me of in true true romance directed by tony scott the tarantino script where you've got uh Christopher Walken, another great Christopher Walken oh, role, and Dennis Christopher Hopper, Walken and Dennis Hopper. Yeah. which now we don't get yeah. any more Dennis Hopper scenes because he's sadly passed. You know, but 
That's so intense. It is. How about Heat? De Niro and De Niro Pacino. Pacino. This scene, this interaction Martin with two Sheen, greats. Like I said, Martin Sheen is such a powerhouse actor. If alone Apocalypse Now, you know, just mm-hmm. for that, you know. Mm-hmm. But then you have him and Jack Nicholson. You're, it's two of the great veteran actors that came out during the 70s together, you know, and they're interacting. And it's so great. You don't feel the intimidation from either no, side. No, Whatsoever. This is two guys with, like, the biggest fucking balls yeah. you've ever seen in the room. And there's no give. Yeah. There's no one's more. Like, you don't feel like Martin Sheen's intimidated whatsoever Mm-mm. by Jack Nicholson. Mm-mm. You know, like, you feel like he's on that same level. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's so fucking great. Yeah. It's two total badass. Is uh, maybe in like we said, maybe in the ends of their careers yeah, as actors, yeah. but they're there and they're giving it this amazing performance. The cop and the criminal, uh, and that's and just they know one each scene. other so well. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. just one scene. They call they're, each other by their damn real names. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's there's comedy Francis. in it, guys. Yeah, yeah. There's comedy. There's uh, fun stuff. Uh, I think even Jack Nicholson buys some comic books in the beginning yes, he for, does. for a yes, young, he does. Uh, for, for a, Matt a young character. Matt Damon character. Yeah. Um, quotable, infinitely quotable, quotable, infinitely funny. You know, yeah. he talked about all the interactions. I don't know. I don't think. I don't know if he said it, but the the Mark Wahlberg Leonardo interactions oh, where he's man. really busting his fucking yeah. balls, and he's busting his balls yeah. where it's like these two guys are gonna go at it, like because he's like he's. You know when you're talking to someone and you're like, I'm I'm gonna I'm pushing your button now. Yeah. Now I'm gonna keep pushing mm-hmm. your button. And Mark Wahlberg's character, Mark Wahlberg's character is doing that to Leonardo DiCaprio's character, where he's like, and this, and this, and this, and this, and you're like, and he's like, fuck, like fuck, say one more fucking thing, say one more yeah. fucking thing, and it's like you're like, holy shit, are they, these guys gonna fucking go at it? But you know what's great too is that you think, man, you know the Andy and the bad guy's gonna win, and then he. Pops you with that other ending, right? And you're just like, yes, right. you know, yes, yeah. yes, you know, yeah. That's a great, yeah. great moment you know, too. Uh, it uh, left me happy knowing that happened. It's you know? a happy, sad, happy. It's not not a happy, sad, but it's a, it's a, it's a. You're deflated and you're inflated ending, but it's still you're kind of deflated, but it's, you're not defla- inflated all the way to where you wanted to be. <laughs> but uh, it's just fucking really good i mean it's i love it i'm glad he won the oscar for Mm -hmm. that movie Mm -hmm. um it's one of the best gangster movies probably in the last 20 years yeah by far leo is top-notch matt damon is top-notch jack nicholson is top-notch martin sheen mark Wahlberg, Mm -hmm. alec baldwin is fucking hilarious in that movie yeah I love Alec Baldwin in that movie. Even the uh, friend of Leonardo, the great uh, actor, uh, his name escapes me, guys. Help me. He's currently on the show Blackish, though, on APN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, you know, and he then, worked with Scorsese, and now he's got this show. He's he's had that. And then Vera, I forget her last yeah, name. Yeah, uh, Formigia. Something Verm- like that. Vermigia, she's great Verm- in that movie, too. She's fantastic as the psychi- psychologist. So many great performances of a fun movie. Uh, you just can't go wrong with it. Great I mean, soundtrack, great movie, great, great performance. Give me shelter comes out yeah. of that one. That plays, plays that one. Yeah. Um, but guys, if you have not seen The Departed, and you know what, if you have seen The Departed, go watch it again. Yeah. Go watch it or go watch it again because you're gonna enjoy it again. And it's a great, great fun time. And it's a fucking epic movie. I own it. Um, I think I have a regular old plain Jane. It might be a, it might be a steel book. <laughs> I know I think it is a steel book, which a steel book is nice. But you know, I always want them to do like when a movie is like that, do this great edition of it because you know <laughs> I, I know some people don't buy 
physical movies anymore. But if it's a great movie that I love, like this one, I'll go out and buy a nice book copy or whatever, 25th anniversary. I will go buy that, even though I may already own a copy because it deserves it. And yeah. it's, uh, it's mm -hmm. a great movie. It was the best picture, and it deserved to be best picture. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Uh, without further ado, then double A, uh, I only have two others left okay. to talk about. Right. It will not be our first time talking about them, so we may say some of the things we've said before. If you watch our Gangs of Friday Night episode when we talked about our favorite mobster movies, uh, but the last two that I have here, and I'm going to go one then the other, um, but the one of them is Casino, uh, an epic. A, that was my first introduction into Scorsese because of you. Mm. Very first one Martin Scorsese yeah. movie I've seen yeah. ever. So, and and I did not know I had that distinction. So that's yeah. very cool. Yeah. And I think I saw this movie off of me seeing Goodfellas. Uh, I believe is that is that how the story goes? I don't know if that's how the story. I think I think sure. so. I think I saw Goodfellas. Now I know first. Joe told me about Goodfellas, but Casino yeah. was the first one I've seen because of you. I think I saw Goodfellas first, and then I saw Casino, and I had read both books, which I borrowed from you. I think yeah, you Wise saw Guy movies. Casino. Because I remember yeah. your books had like the covers. It had like, Wise Guy. It was like a gun like the this, gun. and then the Casino, Casino was, was the, the movie, movie cover. cover. Yeah. But uh, so I read both books again. Both of these come from author Nicholas Pelleggi, Nicholas Pelleggi yeah. who did real work with the real yes, he did people yes, interviewed did. the real Henry Hill, yep. the yep. real guys. The the in the, the Frank Rothenstein, yeah, yeah, who was Ace Sam Rothstein Ace Ace in Casino, and that's what we're talking about the movie version. Um, you know, is this uh casino director? I guess you could call him. I mean, what is he like? a his role in the casino. Oh, uh, oh Sam. So Ace. yeah. So he's supposed to be like the, pretty much the the boss, the one who oversees, makes sure the casino wins. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he can't because he's blacklisted. Kind of, he's a booker, right? You know, so they right. they give it to um, man, what's his name? Um, um, shit. Um, which guy? Uh, Green. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. Uh, I always think about him as usual fucking, suspects, and yeah. Uh, and Lieutenant Weinberg from yeah, uh, yeah, Few from Good, Good Men. Man. Um, Sam is his real name, Sam. Something, Something like, that. like that. But you know, he he's the front guy. Mm. He's the one that's supposed to be running the casinos. But it's really, it's really Frank's uh, or Sam Ace Rosting. He's the one that sets up the rules, the the procedures, make sure you lose money at that casino. And you know, uh, it's an interesting story of how the mob really ruled. Las Vegas, the, the Kansas City, the Kansas, the Kansas yeah. City mob, the Kansas City and Chicago mob, right? Yeah, right. but how they had a really tight grip on Las Vegas, and and um, Robert De Niro's character is is supposed to be Jewish. They call him yes. Jew Jewish and yes. Irish, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Joe Pesci plays Nicky Centoro. So he's not part of the like, he's not an official member of the gang, but he's a he's a top earner. Right. For the for that uh, group, the Chicago and I, mob. I think they kind of send him out there to kind of be like Ace needs muscle. muscle. He the needs muscle. muscle. So, yes. uh, you know, he's there to make sure nobody fucks with him or whatever. And and in Which doing so. Which is based on Tony Spilatro. Right. Very famous in real life. Uh, Infamous. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, the movie, If you, you've probably seen it. You've probably seen it a dozen times. We've seen it a dozen a times. Dozen I times. know Friday Night or Foxy Roxy said. Her husband literally told her, you need to stop watching that movie because she was like, I would watch it just oh, over and over all, all, all day. Yeah, she was saying right. that she just watched it too much. Now, I don't know if I could watch it that that much, but well, I mean, man, like, you we know. did almost at that peak. We yeah, were watching I, it a lot. I've seen it enough times where I can walk in and out of the room and I know exactly where it's at and pick it up and I know the pacing of the words, but it's a great cast. This is probably 
the, the I believe this is the follow up to Goodfellas. It's mm-hmm. the, the next movie mm-hmm. that Scorsese did. He reunites who we love from with Goodfellas Pesci, with so De Niro. Pesci, De Niro. You add Sharon Stone. Great, uh, great movie. You add um, uh, uh, James Woods. Uh, I mean, James Woods. Yeah. There's so many uh, great Frank people Marino. in this. Frank Marino. I mean, you know who I just got through watching and uh, and hating in The Sopranos. <laughs> uh, whatever. I was happy to see him because I know him from these movies so well. Um, but. So much iconic shit happens in these movies from the beginning scenes of introducing each other and the voiceover, yeah. right? Yep. You know, De, Niro, De Niro's yep. character, uh, Sam, introducing Nicky Santoro and talking about, you know, if you come at Nicky with, with a bat, he's going to come at you with a knife. If you come at him with a knife, he's going to come at you with a gun. And if you got a gun, then you better you better make sure you kill him because he's going to keep coming and coming and coming. And, um, it's pretty much about their rise. They're working at the Tangiers Hotel, which is which really is Stardust, the Stardust, the Stardust Hotel, Hotel in the real in the real world, Las Vegas, and just their their um, rise, meteoric rise, and then of course, pretty much it's just fall. well, it's not really even kind of like that. It's kind of like the the implosion. Yeah, well, that's a better word because better of what it. happens with the Nicky Santoro character. It seems like his is kind of like the downfall. Of their tight grip on Las Vegas, like yeah, Sam has it tight. He has Las Vegas where he wants it for the mob. They're sending them the money, mm-hmm. but then Nikki gets really fucking greedy, right? You know, has the hole in the wall gang, right? You know, causing trouble, just causing so much violence. Then having an affair with you know yeah. Sam's wife, yeah, that's towards the you end. know yeah. and the friction between them and it's just like God, but just pretty bro. much that that Nikki got so ambitious as a <clears throat> as a as a mobster, uh, which you know because he was so far away from the the leaders, right? You know, nobody was watching. They're back him. in Chicago, yeah. And who's yeah. gonna who's gonna tell him what to do in Las Vegas? Yeah, you know? and Sam's trying to tell him. He even keeps telling the coaches, "You're gonna get yourself put in that black book. There's yep. only one book, and the only other name in it is." The only name is Al Capone. He's like, if you get in there, every Fed, every cop, everyone will know you. Close to Vegas, and that happens pretty kind of like midway through the movie, pretty much. And it's like once that happens, then Sam can't do his business because he keeps saying like every time I get mentioned in the news, they mention this guy, and it's like crime and crime. And it just yeah, Double A put it perfectly. It pretty much is about the implosion. Um, At the same time, you've got um, Sharon Stone as Ginger, Sam's wife, who is. This just so pretty much she she tells him she doesn't love him. Yeah, but he's so adamant about marrying her. He goes, "Look, just marry me, mm-hmm. and if you don't love me, you know you can divorce me, and I'll take care of you." Yeah, she's romantically involved with James Woods. Then she gets romantically involved with Nikki Santoro. Are we supposed to believe, Double that she was like a prostitute and he was the I pimp? Think so you know what I mean? Yes, and, and so pretty much so. you know. Uh, but he does talk about her, how the way she could work a room and that she was very beautiful. And you can go look up pictures of the real one. And, and she was beautiful, um, you know, but she just was someone that was kind of in it for her own best interest. Yeah, and yeah, they did have a daughter together, yes, uh, they did. you know, yeah. um, and he died maybe the last. Right. The real yes. the real uh, uh, the, the character that Sam is based off. Oh, of, yeah. Yeah. He uh, outlived. Died. Uh, yeah, guys, so Casino, I mean, yeah. again, we can't say enough about it. If you haven't again, seen it, powerhouse. 
Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Sharon Stone, Don Rickles, you know, even that Joe Bob Briggs. <laughs> Don Rickles, yeah, know. Joe Bob Briggs. I forgot yeah. that those two were in there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. James Woods. James, you it's, know, it's just so, so much, so many quotable lines. Oh my goodness, so many scenes that you're like, what the frick? Charlie M. I am Charlie M. Yeah. Charlie yeah, M. Charlie, Charlie frickin M. M. You know, uh, you know, a guy's head in a vice. A guy cheating at gambling gets his hand. Oh yeah. Wish they open a, the door with a guy's head. Uh, some cowboys got his feet boots off, <laughs> which his we feet always on. quote all the time. That part. <laughs> I mean, there's whole things. You know what I mean? Uh, how about how about? Uh, excuse me, is this your pen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's my pen. Why don't you take and shove it up your ass? I mean, it's just like holy shit. You know what I mean? So if you've never seen a mob movie, I don't know why you have it. But if you if you uh, want to start was my somewhere, first introduction to mob movies. That was my first introduction to Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good start for me. Oh, definitely, man. You cannot go wrong with Casino. You can never see it too many times. It's often on, also, I feel like. Uh, yeah, yeah. We often even joke about the... Uh, it used to come out on USA every now and then. It and would. the uh, sure Stuff You, Stuff oh, You, Sam Rothstein. <laughs> so, uh, Friday Nighter, uh, Adam T. loves to quote yeah. that, that line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Blueberries, if you guys ever oh, eat a blueberry man. muffin with and your I friend. And I still say that to boy. Friday night people, never boy. I'm like, look, you have more blueberries than me. And it applies to, falling apart. It applies to anything. If, <laughs> if, 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 your, if your lady's got more fries than you. you know I want mean? an equal amount of blueberries. Yeah. If you get a pepperoni pizza, there's not enough pepperoni on it. <laughs> you want an equal amount. An equal amount of pepperoni all over the pizza. Uh, it's just a fantastic movie. I'm sure it got nominated for everything under the sun. I'm pretty sure, too. I don't think I it think won. I think Sharon Stone got nominated, Okay, too, okay. Sure. I know she did. And uh, not surprising for Marty, and especially his uh, first outing, really, after uh, Goodfellas. And I think maybe some people, it, what they thought it wasn't as good or whatever, but it, it, it's... Uh, you know what? I would say it's 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 a good movie, but I want to say it's better than Goodfellas. I agree. I yeah. agree. And, but it's, it is a, it's it's a great a good movie. movie. Yeah, and it's a, it's a very, movie. again, a very different kind of Robert De Niro, where he's not right. a right. tough guy. Not necessarily a know? tough guy. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, he's more brain than definitely, brought in that one. Definitely. You know? And he does that so well as well. He plays a great... Um, kind of the guy behind the, the scenes leading everything yeah, and he yeah, does a great yeah. job uh and in the 70s and then kind of cool because it's based on real things whatever so yeah it really is stuff, that, yeah. stuff that you can look up later yeah. and see happen but without further ado and in this last block and we're going to welcome anyone that's left hanging out with us to go ahead and comment and we'll get to those in this block here but the uh what some would call his masterpiece I would call probably his masterpiece, and I would also say that it is my favorite movie of Martin Scorsese's. Oh wow! But okay, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Uh, I mean, guys, when people talk about mob movies, you bring up The That's, Godfather, you bring hey, up Scarface, yeah. and you bring up Goodfellas. Goodfellas is always up there. It's the story of Henry Hill, uh, played by uh, Ray Liotta. Uh, I mean, it literally opens with the line, you know. Ever since I was young, I wanted to be a gangster. You know what I mean? And yeah. then it goes right in, right into the movie. Bop, 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 bop. You know what I mean? Again, and, uh, uh, Robert Nero, Joe Pesci, Ray Liotta, Paul Sorvino, mm, uh, Lorraine Brocco. You know, yeah. it's like, golly. Uh, in their youth, in their heyday, it was the cool movie to see yep. if you're around our age as a kid. Yep. Uh, you know, from the first kind of scene of, of maybe, you know, uh, Henry beating that, 
dickhead across oh, the street man. over the head with the mm. gun, mm. giving mm. Uh, Lorraine Bracco the gun in her hand, and she's like, you know, it turned, turned it turned me on. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Henry stealing and the, you know the the cigarettes and, and as a kid and the cops telling the cops, oh, it's okay, it's okay, you know, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> to when he, you know, as we've said in our in our other episode, Gangs of Friday Night, when he takes his first pinch like a man, you know what I mean? And they're all happy, you yeah, know. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, like you popped your cherry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's just a cool movie, you know what I mean? You're getting your first kind yeah. of glimpse. Well, into I love, this. I love like when De Niro first comes in. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, "I'm here to take all your guinea's money." Yeah, you know? that's right. He's supposed to play an Irishman in that one, just pure Irish guy. Yeah. But he's like a top earner for that, mm-hmm. for that. Uh, Jimmy group. the Gent. Jimmy the Gent. Yeah, yeah. And that was like the guy you were like, oh, Conway. I want to be, Conway. I want to be Jimmy. Like Jimmy's fucking cool, or whatever. Yeah. They pull off the famous Lufthansa heist. Yep. Uh, for a long time, one of the most famous heists in it was. history. It really was. Mm-hmm. And no one kind of really knew who did it, who right. orchestrated it. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of money. The biggest heist, like you said, the biggest heist in U.S. history at that point. And I, I think they pretty much walked in and walked out. There yes, was like no is. killing or nothing like that. It was just like they Beautiful just ripped operation. them off. Yeah. yeah. So uh, very cool. New York, also again, you know, Martin Scorsese in New York have have a true love affair, and I think they love they love each other, and they should because they work well together when he does stuff there. And uh, again, highly quotable. Uh, it was nominated for everything. Some people may have won awards. Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci yep. was supporting actor. Yep, uh, he's fantastic yep. as um, uh, why is his name escaping me? Um, it's Joe Pesci. Is uh, it's Henry Hill? And it's uh, Jimmy Con, Jimmy the Gent, and uh, somebody's gonna kill me for this one, or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean, but I can't think of Joe Pesci's name. I can't think of his fucking name right either. <laughs> no, we have been drinking, so there is that. Whatever. We remember Billy Bats, oh, and we remember Bats. how he handled that. You know what I mean? So, uh, famously uh, recreated in uh, Tommy. S- Tommy, that's right, Tommy, uh, in Steven Spielberg's uh, Animaniacs with the uh, the good the feathers, good the good yeah. feathers. Yeah, yeah they the were the, the, the three pigeons, and they would even have the poly one come out sometimes. The really yeah, big would. pigeon, and uh, he would be like a crazy, the crazy boss or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they would be getting up to shenanigans, which you know, I actually saw that as a kid before I saw. Good I did Fellas. too. Same so here. I didn't get the reference, but once I saw, it, I was like, oh my god! Oh man! So once cool. I got it, I started cracking up hard. Yeah, big time, and it still holds up. Still very funny. Go over check out the Animaniacs. The good, the good feathers episodes, which is based on the Goodfellas movie, and the book is called Wise Guy. Yeah. In the book, he says, wise guy. He, uh, he was a, he was a, he was a wise guy. Mm-hmm. We was we called it to so we called wise guys, but you know, in the movie, he says he was a good guy. He was a good fella. That's what we would say. He was a good fella. Um, but damn, I mean, like, how about them? Like, you know, you get to see kind of like uh, they reference it in Sopranos so much, and they do it way more because of course it's a show but like the food like you're seeing them eat and the food and the the sausage is sizzling mm-hmm. and then you know the stirring the sauce or whatever yeah. like all that shit like the sopranos does that a lot like you know that's huge but those little moments add to that how about this so i told double a this i said hey i'm gonna wear my thundercat shirt because we just did uh an episode uh yesterday with a friend of the show jerry d on the totally rad uh christmas podcast so please go listen to that like and follow and share the totally rad christmas show listen to our episode and and his other episodes all things in the 80s christmas fun but i said well wear my thundercats shirt because we talked thundercats on that show uh and then he was like man no scorsese shirts and i said man no i don't have one and i used to have one i used to have a a a jimmy the gent shirt way back in the day and it just said mob at the bottom 
but this was back when I was a size medium. Now I'm a large. This is years ago. Ah. So I have nothing now. I went online to look for something. I was like, let me go online and see it. Look and see. I got to buy one for the future, right? The one of the shirts that comes up is of the damn painting of the that the, that the mom oh, drew man. when they go see. I know the famous scene from yeah. Goodfellas. They they got they got Billy Bat's body in the trunk, but they got to stop at uh, Tommy's. Uh, it's Tommy's mom, right? It's Tommy's mom, which is Martin Scorsese's real mom. Played by Martin Scorsese's real mom, who also comes out in Casino mm -hmm. as uh, the mom of the idiot. They're my mom's books. Yeah, they're my, they're my mother's books. They're yeah. my mother's books. So that's a famous thing he does. He puts his mom in, in the movies, and she's also in a Bronx sale. And and she also is the voice of the mom of the King of Comedy. I did not know yes. that. Yeah. Yes. So Martin so. Scorsese's mom also uh very recognizable. I yeah. love her in Casino too. She's like, why are you curse so much? You curse so much. You know what I mean? <laughs> but she's so lovely and sweet and uh good fellas. <laughs> and good fellas. She, she wants to make them, them something to yeah, eat. Yeah, she feeds them like late at night. And it's like pasta, like yeah. all this like rich food. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, that looks good. Like, um, but she shows them the painting. That she's done, and it's like of this guy on a boat, and there's two dogs, and uh, you guys can go out there and look on the internet. You can buy this fucking shirt with that. I'm like, oh, I gotta have that. Wow. But they start laughing is because they say, yeah. Uh, Tommy goes, hey, it looks like someone we know. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Without the yeah, and thing like him and, him and De Niro start like cracking up big time. They start cracking up big time. It's so it's such a, a fucking iconic scene. Yeah, she uh, tells Henry, it's like, why, why are you so glum, Henry? Yeah, we <laughs> didn't mean a nice girl you made a nice girl like she's such a, a, a i guess what you would say maybe like a stereotype you know italian mom but uh -huh. but it's so well done beautifully by by martin scorsese's mother she's fantastic um it's just a great like fun scene of these like mobsters doing really devious shit because in <laughs> fact they have to go get a knife from her he's like mom let me borrow this knife yeah. and then he's like we hit a deer and like you know we I'm gotta try to get the hoof the, the hoof. <laughs> what do you call it the hoof yeah the hoof off <laughs> and they're gonna stab billy bats to death and uh, you know, it's just a crazy, uh, fun scene, you know, fun, the murder, but it's fun in the sense of a mob movie. Um, but yeah, you can go buy the shirt with the two dogs. He's like, I like it. The one dog's facing this way. The other dog's facing that way. Yeah, I, I like it. It's just, it's just great. Um, but yeah, that's one of the shirts that I saw out there that you can get. I was like, well, of all things, this came up. I think you can even buy the print. Like You can get a print of it and have the, the two dogs. Oh, but that's how iconic Goodfellas is, guys. I mean, it's like it's been imitated. It's been repeated. Um, it's just uh, well-paced, well-written. Obviously, we're talking about the man, Martin Scorsese. And again, well you're talking about a downfall of the mob because of what happens to Henry. He gets deep into the drugs, mm -hmm. which, you know, Paulie's like, no, we no don't drugs. do drugs. We, yeah. don't, we don't touch that shit. Yeah. He gets busted. He testifies against all of them, brings down that family. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, another one where he's just like, golly, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so many lines quotable throughout it. We also did the line, the... Uh, what do you mean I'm funny? Funny like a clown. Funny yeah. like how? Like I'm here to amuse hey, you? Man, you know? that's like become like a big meme of Henry laughing. Yeah, know? that's classic. Like that. Yeah. Like Henry laughing. Yeah. Like you know, uh, Ray, Liotta, Ray Liotta, easily his best role. Oh, yeah. Hands yeah. down. Um, no doubt. Uh, the the tragic, you know, scene with Tommy getting becoming Ooh, a made guy. Man, yeah, because they find out that he killed a man from uh, the Gotti uh, yeah, you know Billy Bats. He Billy was part. Bats. You know the real one was supposed to be part of the Gotti. Oh, really? And yeah. So wow, they find I out uh, what they did, and so they assassinate. Boom! You know they take out Tommy. 
you know, yeah, for retaliation for what they did. They kill a made man, you know. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to do that without the you can't kill a made guy without, without, the, without the permission. Approval. Yeah, you gotta yeah. get approval. Yeah. yeah. So how about this? Uh, fuck you, pay me. Yeah. Not enough. Not enough people coming in. Fuck you, pay me. Yeah. And what happens when you can't steal anything? Can't take anymore? He's like, just burn it down. You're like, there's so much. You know, like I said, the cool shit. We- what am I going to do with fur coats in the summer? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it on the meat. How about that, Henry? Yeah, yeah. How about Morty's wigs? How oh, about that? oh they have that shirt, too. You can buy the Morty's yeah. wigs shirt. Jeez. <laughs> you know Jeez. what? White Room, that's where I fell in love with that song from Cream, was when De Niro's just looking at him like, in the I'm going to fucking kill you, Yeah, and it's motherfucker. like, here I'm thinking to myself watching it, you know what I mean? Even today I'm like, this guy didn't know who he was trying to know. harass for money? I'm yeah. like, these guys are fucking killers, you know what Especially I mean? Especially him. Yeah. You know, Jimmy Conway, you know, Jimmy the Jam. I mean, ooh. How about Frankie Carbone's Yeah, ending? Frankie Carbone? Yeah. Damn. Uh, they were like, he was uh, frozen. They had to let him thaw for two days before they did the autopsy. Again, uh, that's where I fell in love with the song Layla. Mm-hmm. It was from that part. Lots of Clapton yeah. in that one. Yeah. Great yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. Our introduction to maybe Marty, uh, Martin Scorsese doing great soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like that, where you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, you know, guys, if you haven't seen Goodfellas, go out, uh, buy it, rent it on Prime, whatever you got to do. Uh, get it going because uh, you're gonna not be uh cheated out of a of a fantastic film watching experience. Uh, I watch it so many times. I own a really beautiful book like version uh of it, like the book type case of Goodfellas. Um, if it's on, I watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and you are both probably big on like probably like most people nowadays. Nobody goes to their cabinet and gets a movie out. But if I was gonna go and I wasn't gonna get a movie out. I would definitely grab Goodfellas and yeah. think oh, yeah. twice about it. Oh, yeah. um, again, extremely quoted, extremely yeah. memorable, great pacing. Martin Scorsese does an incredible job. He could have easily won Best Picture mm-hmm. for this. In fact, I'd like to know what won. Yeah, what, I know. What beat it? You gotta, like like 91, you, right? Yeah. 90, 91? I'm like, what fucking movie won? Well, it might have been up against Science of the Lambs. If you're uh, that's tough. It's tough. That's pretty close. Uh, but um, guys, it is easily one of maybe the top three uh, mobster uh, mob movies. Um, Very, yeah. It's always up there. Yeah. Always. And and again, you could say that maybe it is the movie that I won't say introduced the world to Martin Scorsese, not at all. But maybe our generation. I would say you know? our generation more because the other generation probably got used to the 70s and 80s. Well, maybe the 70s stuff uh, compared to the 80s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Because we didn't talk about at all about Raging Bull. Which, not for lack man, of. So if you're a boxing fan like we are, mm-hmm. it's about Jake LaMotta. It's about how the mob had a really tight control on the New York scene. I don't know if you know, but. The mob had a pretty tight control in boxing. I did not know. And that. so a lot of people took dives, and a lot of and some oh, wow. of it, and Jake Lamato is kind of one of them that took dives for the mob in order to get paid more. Really, I did not know that. But it's a really cool story. Jake Lamato is one tough son of a bitch, one of the greatest boxers of all time. Mm-hmm. One of you know Hall of Fame. Uh, his six match series against Sugar Ray Robinson is always you know rated one of the very best in boxing history. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest feuds in boxing history. Just, you know, 81 wins that he had, you know, and, like, he fought, like, so many times. And it's a great movie. It's Robert De Niro. It's Joe Pesci. I think that's the first time 
they collaborate oh, really? together okay. with Scorsese. Yeah, so it's nice. like their first collaboration together. Nice. Uh, Frank Marino is also in that movie too. Yeah. So I think that's kind of like all their first. But it's a really good movie. It's usually considered one of the best boxing movies ever. Uh, if you ever get a chance, I would say I, I would check definitely it out love to watch because it. Sheikh Lamada is one of the best boxers of all time. So, I know his name comes up all the time. You know, what I mean, he's so just one of those out. great middleweight, you know, champions that it's always rated very highly. Do his ties to the mob tarnish his legacy? No, 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 no. Okay, no, okay. no, no. He took dice for some people, but I mean, he still won a title on yeah. his own. He you beat know, Sugar Ray Robinson. He was the first guy to actually beat Sugar Ray Robinson wow. after like. 80 fights that Sugar Ray Robinson had. He was Shit. the first one to beat him. They fought each other in their prime? Six times, yes. Really? And it was almost like, it wasn't like a year after the fight. It was almost like a month after the no fight. Shit. Yes. They and fought. he's often regarded as the greatest. The greatest. The greatest yeah. of all time. So yeah. when Jake LaMotta actually yeah. beat him, you're like, holy shit. He beat Sugar Ray Robinson, you know? So. Sugar Ray Robinson, they also call him the Bronx Bomber? Is uh, he is, yeah, the Bronx Bomber. The Bronx Bomber, yeah, right? Yeah. That's Jake Lamotta. I've seen some of that stuff, yeah. and I remember being like, man, yeah. this guy's fucking really so, bad. So, Raging Bull is really good. Uh, another movie I wanted to kind of point out, which mm -hmm. is kind of a really underrated Scorsese movie, is Shutter Island. Oh, that's, uh, I, I, I've seen that one, too, and I love Shutter Island. Again, you know, you have uh, Leo, you have Mark Ruffalo, you have... Um, that's right, Mark Ruffalo is in that show. Uh, ben Kingsley. That. That's um, right. Also, God damn, yeah, I mean, it's a really good movie. Yeah. Um, I forget his name, but he plays Casey Jones. I forget his name also, okay, but he's, he's in the movie he's too. Actor, you know, yeah. and yeah, man, that movie is a mindfuck. Totally. With a big like, like the ending you didn't see coming. You right. know, in that one in Shutter you, Island, you could almost say maybe Martin Scorsese's foray into horror. Uh, yeah, I, I put it, it, it feels so like a horror I put movie. it under suspense thriller. Okay, you know, and they, it's kind of because of the ending why I put it under suspense mm -hmm. or not horror. Okay, okay, you know, because you. when you finally find out right. what it is, right, you're like, oh, okay. And also him and DiCaprio, you know, so yeah, you know, yeah. DiCaprio. Yeah. So, um, which yeah. I wanted to bring this up to you, CM. Who's the better guy for Martin? Is it Robert De Niro or Leo? Who would you say you enjoy the movies more? Is it would you say De Niro? He got more out of De Niro, or would you say he got more out of DiCaprio? Oh man, that's a tough ass <laughs> yeah. question. Who man. is the yeah. Martin guy? You know, there's always that Paul Heyman guy. Uh, Who's Paul yeah. Heyman guy? Who's the Martin Scorsese guy? Man, is it De Niro? His guy from the seventies, eighties, and nineties, or is it DiCaprio from the two thousands and the twenty tens? Who is I, it? I'm gonna go with De Niro because I feel like they're almost synonymous. The more uh, classic movies, you would you know. say it's kind of like with Motorhead. They always say that the the classic lineup mm -hmm. is the best version of Motorhead, even though the the Motorhead version of like the nineties and two thousands lasted longer. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Tammy, you got Taxi Driver, you got Raging Bull, you got Goodfellas, Casino, Cape Fear. You know, it's kind of like damn. You know, those are considered Martin Scorsese's classics. Yeah. Whereas you really don't hear too much Gangs of New York, Departed. Wolf of Wall Street, Shutter Island, Aviator, you know. So, I mean, great movies. We love those Leo movies. But it's those early movies that you're like, he's more defined about. I think so, too. And I would say that because, I mean, there are ones that I really enjoy. With, you know, like we said, Wolf of Wall Street, The Aviator, uh, definitely The Departed. Um, but I probably revisit 
some of the other ones more. Revisit the Departed a lot. Yeah. Might not revisit the Aviator and Wolf of Wall Street as okay. much as I'd like to. Okay. Although I love those, and that's that's like pretty much three against three. Yeah. Is if you do like if you do Taxi Driver, Goodfellas, but a you casino, just hear more you know? right of the De Niro movies, right? You hear more Raging Bull. You yeah. You hear more Taxi Driver. Yeah. You hear more Goodfellas, especially Goodfellas. Yeah. Casino. Yeah. You know, you just hear more about their movies, but. You know, you want to talk about winners. You know, Reggie Bull, he, Robert De Niro won his second Oscar. Nice. Color of Money, Paul Newman won his Oscar. You know, Goodfellas, Joe Pesci won his Oscar. You know, DiCaprio really started getting noticed and was really Oscar nominated during this whole run. Mm -hmm. You know, so, and he finally won himself for The Departed. Departed. So, I mean, he's always directed Oscar winning actors you know but this list of movies alone double a makes you think like it makes you want to go look who won that year yeah because who beat these that guys? movie was so good that year <laughs> yeah i mean i mean like we said just right here goodfellas casino the departed texture wolf of wall street the aviator gangs new york who beat those who, beat, who the fuck yeah. beat those movies yeah. because they were fantastic in their respective years yeah and they're they're here's here's movies that i think they also did the the thing that is kind of rare they had commercial success, and they had yeah. Uh, yeah. These uh, movies always drew pretty high, right? And and they yeah. were uh, reviewed well. You know, they it were also, very reviewed. So well. that's like that's like both. How often do you get yeah. that happening? Yeah. Whatever. And uh, you know, Martin Scorsese has also become, in his own right, kind of a uh, an expert on the matter of directing. He's a, a person that people go sure. to. They reference. I know he's been in commercials. It's like you almost, like I said, yeah. kind of know he's like a character. Yeah. I think they even uh, used him in the Animaniacs. So they had like a, a pigeon. Yeah, they did. That's right. Yeah, they did. yeah. I mean, somebody was, I was reading something about him that he was like in a MasterCard commercial. <laughs> That's right. He and was. he's famously like, can we do it yeah. again? Let's do it again. Yeah, Let's do it yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. Being very a director. Yeah. Uh, which is great. You know, I mean, I, I rarely hear anything negative about him. If anything, I don't think I've ever heard anything I negative about never him. Never heard any. I mean, you, you get the same actors that kind of come back. Like mm-hmm. Leonardo has never said anything. Robert De Niro has mm-hmm. never said anything mm-hmm. about him. You know, Harvey Keitel, Joe Pesci. Yeah. You know, they've never said anything bad about the dude. So yeah. And uh, like I said, the only like I guess you could say recently kind of negative thing. And if you're one of these people in the what they call the uh, toxic you know fandom or whatever when he was kind of negative about uh superhero movies but we it love that comes, stuff and it didn't affect he me. comes from a different era a different, time, a different yeah, school sure. you know i mean i don't care about what he said that's his opinion yeah he doesn't feel like that's good cinema yeah. hey yeah that's fine and you can yeah. love this and you can love that or you can love one and not love who the other. knows it's totally how he would have felt about george lucas's stuff right with star wars who right. knows how he felt he probably saw it and was like wow uh, the fact that this he, garbage? yeah the fact that he knew you know? george went to school with them probably exactly different. that's what i'm saying but but here's the thing too it's like um what do people think do people think that because he said that quote the people are going to stop making superhero yeah. movies no way, man. There's a buck to be made. It's going to continue to happen. Yeah. Let him have his opinion. It is what it is. Chances are you still like Goodfellas and Casino and, you know, The Departed. See, so um, whenever Martin Scorsese's name comes out, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. I I'll can't wait there. to see. And especially if he has Leo or Robert De Niro. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. You definitely. Know, so. And I agree with you 100%. If this man's making a movie... I want to see it. Honestly, I love the Marvel movies, but besides the Russos, I can't really think of another director for Marvel. Uh, yeah. Well, Ryan Coogler with Black Panther, but yeah, I I, I get you. But I you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like you're just like when Martin Scorsese's name comes up, 
right away you're just like, ooh, yeah, okay, I want to see that. And that's very rare. Like we say that with Tarantino. Tarantino's name comes up, we're like, okay, cool. Right. We're probably gonna watch it. Oh, right. Scorsese's name comes up. We're probably gonna fucking watch it. Spielberg's name comes up. We're gonna watch it. George Lucas. Hey, all right. Yeah. You there know? are certain people, certain directors. Number one, your list, if you somebody asked you to name five directors, if it was a question on Family Feud, that would be one of the names that yeah. people said. I mean, see, like out of a hundred people polled. He made <laughs> he's made twenty five movies. I've seen fifteen. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you made my list grow because I think that I was at one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, eight, nine, ten. I got to eleven because I had forgot. Uh, yeah. Cape Fear and Shutter Island. Uh, that I had seen those. So, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, eleven movies I can watch from one guy. That's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that means we're just always there. We're just always right. looking. Right. You know, we. I started off with Casino and I went back. Yeah. You know, and then I started watching the Leo stuff. Every time him and Leo had a collaboration. I'm, I'm taking there. stuff away that I want to watch now. You know, yeah. Color of Money, yeah. um, uh, Raging Bull. So yeah. those are things that I, I would King of go Comedy. See. I'm King serious. Comedy. You would probably like that one a yeah. lot, especially after seeing the Joker. You know, so totally, totally, yeah. and and you know, it's just testament again, like I said, to the guy where he can be when when the Irishman was announced it was going to come out on Netflix. It was like it was I knew I was going to watch it. Was like, it was oh, a big deal too. Big deal. You know? And you just know that you're in line for that before you even know any plot yeah. or any actors. You're like, it's him. It's going to be. It's going to most likely be De Niro again. Everyone yeah. was like popping. They're like, yeah. wow, him and yeah. De Niro and Pesci too. So and Pesci, like, like the first time he had came out like in so long. In a while, you know, you're yeah. just like, damn. And he, and he looked. He did look old. He did look old. So, <laughs> but so, I mean, just a very career. A great career, totally you know. He can career. do gangs. He can do sports movies. Mm -hmm. He can do psychological thrillers. He can do suspense thrillers. He can do autobiographies. Yeah, you know. And here's the thing about a lot of these movies is that there's a healthy dose of comedy in each. Mm -hmm. There's a healthy dose of, of of humor and like levity to it, where it's not like the heavy handed. You know, uh, there's not really any comedy in The Godfather. You know nope. what I mean? No, but there's not. a lot of comedy in these. Yeah. And and in, and again, it's not meant to be comedic, but it's it just ends up being be, funny. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like that's that's kind of cool about it or whatever. Yeah. That sometimes makes a heavy film easier to to it really to, get, to swallow yeah. and get through. Yeah. So uh, again, we, we haven't said it enough, but for me, definitely top five. Yeah, I love for him. sure. You, you know? introduced me to him. I went into the well, I dig deeper into the well, and I found, man, yeah. this dude has so many good movies. Yeah. And you're further down in the well now than I am, so I got to get <laughs> down in there and get a couple more get a couple more under my belt. Um, well, is there any other final thoughts on that? Double just like I said, I mean, he's just a really good director. He's not just mm -hmm. cry movies. He, he's a very, very director that's been a lot imitated, a lot. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know, bars yeah, his hallmarks, you mm -hmm. know, and... Every time his, like I said, every time his name comes up, I'm always like, I'm there. Yeah. So. Yeah. I 100% feel the same way, man, guys. If you don't know Martin Scorsese, we hopefully, hopefully you do a little bit more now. Yeah. Or you, you probably thought like, oh, wow, I've seen those movies. Yeah. I've seen that movie. I've seen that movie. So shit, I must be a Scorsese fan. So yeah, chances <laughs> are you probably are. And if you haven't visit, revisited any of these movies, uh, now is the perfect time to revisit them. Check them out again. Uh, we're sure that you're still going to love them. And if there's some that we named that you haven't seen, go and uh, give them a yeah. watch because yeah. you most likely won't be disappointed. The guy is a great, great director and you need a great director to have a great film. Uh, without it, you know, your story doesn't really have a place to go. So um, awesome, man. Any other final thoughts, Dibley? 
no man just you know what this was really fun i needed this yeah and it was kind of fun going deep into the martin scorsese catalog you know we did the tarantino our so, second director yeah so scorsese was a really good pick uh mm. for this one so and i think our first time our director on our youtube so it'll be yeah yeah, um, yeah 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 the other one you got to hear it only on audio, on audio. please go yeah, check it out yeah uh well guys before i do our closing i do want to remind you guys of a couple of things uh Please go check out our episode on Totally Rad Podcast, again, with Jerry D, uh, the host. And uh, we talked all things uh, Thundercats, as is on my shirt. Um, it was a lot of fun. It's a really uh, interesting and fun episode. We have some laughs. We do some impersonations. I think you guys are going to like it. And, um, again, we have $20 T-shirts. If anybody wants some, let me know. I might try to be out tomorrow at Tandem in the morning for coffee uh, and have some stuff with me there. Uh, go check out uh, my friend Robert Cubis's album, uh, Anywhere Music is Available, called King's Indian. I have posted it in our group. Um, you can go look for it there. And then um, it's a lot of fun to listen to you. You guys are really going to enjoy it. Um, but, yeah, for me, that's it. Yeah. 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 I'm good. All right, guys. Well, there's two things we'd like to say before we get out of here. Uh, as a reminder, guys, uh, one of them is you got to make sure you seize the day, guys, just like Martin Scorsese does every time it seems he steps and sits in that director's chair. He seizes the day, makes that movie his. You know, you're watching a Martin Scorsese movie. And guys, like Captain America says, despite what Marty not liking it might be, <laughs> you got to do whatever it takes even if it means going against the machine and talking your opinion on superhero movies. So guys, that is it in a nutshell for right there. Seize the day, do whatever it takes. I am CM Chuck. This is double A Adam Mancy, madam. And we are just another Friday night and we'll catch you guys next Friday night. Good night. <laughs>